The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart, never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. CM Punk were a lot alike, actually. Oh my God! The AEW World Champion CM Punk has returned to Dynamite! I felt like I could relate to CM Punk. I felt like maybe me and him actually had a lot in common. Turns out, me and CM Punk are very, very different. Tell me when I'm telling lies! CM Punk obviously upset that this was supposed to be another Summer of Punk, but the broken foot sidelined him. And Moxley, once again, put AEW on his back, carried this company through the summer. Ladies and gentlemen, I understand that John Moxley's got a lot of fans, and he can be number one in your heart, but he's not number one in this ring. I am the AEW champion. Tell me when I'm telling lies. But John Moxley has always been number two. There's always that guy that has his number. I'm that guy. Tell me when I'm telling lies. John Moxley is the third best guy in his own group. Tell me when I'm telling lies. John Moxley has been interim AEW champion. It means temporary. 
Tell me when I'm telling lies. It means temporary. CM Punk is a talker. Look out, ladies and gentlemen. CM Punk is dropping pipe bombs. He thinks a microphone in his hand gives him some kind of power that his words can have effect on the outcome of pro wrestling matches. Being the best is about heart and soul and guts and fighting spirit. And we both know that you ran out of fighting spirit a long time ago. Words are... Words. Uh-oh. Blood is real. Now things are just breaking down. Here we go. Right hands from both sides. See it, Puck. I've been waiting too damn long for you to come back. I'm sick of waiting. You want to unify these belts? I say, let's do it right now. Let's get this shit over with. These are two guys that just want to fight it out, man. He's been trying to be separated once again. Got to get one of them out of the building at some point, because this is not going to stop. The match to unify the AEW World Championship, the AEW Interim World Championship, that was supposed to take place Sunday, September 4th at All Out. But after the physicality, the repeated physicality, Tony Khan knew there was absolutely no chance of keeping Punk and Moxley separated for the next three weeks. Next week, we're gonna unify the world's championship in Cleveland, Ohio, my home state, and I'm gonna treat myself to a home-cooked meal when I get my teeth on your broken, gimpy-ass foot. And I bite down on that foot, and I rip, and I tear at the flesh, and the tendons, and the bones, and I make you scream, and beg, and apologize for your disrespect for everybody who called me interim champion, everybody who says I was a placeholder, that I was just a guy keeping something warm for when the real star came back, they will apologize for their disrespect. Fans tuning in to Dynamite tomorrow night live on TBS can expect glorious, beautiful pro wrestling violence. CM Punk will pay the price for AEW's disrespect, for the whole world's disrespect, for years and years and years of being a placeholder for somebody else who had better hair, who was a bigger star, somebody else that was supposed to be at the top. I understand what it takes to be the best. I know what it takes to talk a big game and say that you're the best in the world. Just because you're supposed to be the best doesn't mean you are the best. CM Punk might have been the best at one time, but he's not anymore. This town ain't big enough for the two of us when it comes to John Moxley and CM Punk, our savior, our hero the voice of the voiceless, the great martyr of professional wrestling is full of shit. And I'm gonna crush him. Oh my God, Wardlow! Driven through that table by Satnam Singh! You want another shot at this? You got it! But tonight, I'm whooping all three of your asses! We beat you so bad that even FTR started to take notice. They took pity on you. The worst thing is they have now made an enemy out of the three of us. Make no mistake, he doesn't need help. He didn't ask for help. But there is no way in hell we're going to let him go out there and get jumped by you three clowns. Nobody messes with the pinnacle.
FTR, what you did was you made a big, a big mistake. For a second, I was starting to like FTR. For a second, I was respecting what they did. Now, none respect whatsoever. I don't respect a damn thing that FTR has ever done. At one time, Jay Lethal, people called you the best wrestler in the world, and today they may still do the same thing. In my mind, today, August 17th, Jax the Axe is the absolute best professional wrestler on this planet, and I say that with as much humility as I can muster up. If you got a problem with the three of us, Jay, Dax the Axe, Jay Lethal, what do you say? Top guys, out. Drawn the assignment for this match. You see two championships in the ring, Excalibur. When we leave here tonight, there'll be only one recognized as the undisputed AEW World Title. Mixed, uh, mixed reaction here for CM Punk. I don't think Punk cares. You know, I want to point out, guys. That, you know, both these men are used to a big fight field. They're used to big moments. Right. They've had a lot of success, both of them. So they're not going to be shook, but to your point, JR, they'll be one of those bad boys yeah. at the end of this thing. One will go on somebody's mantle someplace, and the other will be proudly displayed around the waist of the greatest wrestler in the world. Remember, we're going to stay with this action. We've got a full hour left in the show. Wow. We're going to stay with this match. Fans pop with the bell ring. Feels like the seventh game of the World Series. Sure seventh thing. game of the NBA Finals, guys. Man, this is big time. They're thinking, they're thinking, they're thinking, they're strategizing. The game plans have been written, memorized, and put to sleep. I mentioned it's been 84 days since CM Punk stepped foot in a ring. You have to remember, in that intervening period of time, CM Punk had that foot surgically repaired. Well, and to that point, Excalibur, John Moxley has been fighting week in and week out. A fighting champ. He don't have no back down in him, so let's see how Punk does here. Moxley put this company on his back this summer. Ever since winning 
that AEW Interim World Championship defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi. Very That's stiff, Colorado Botaya. Very stiff. I wanted to point that out because it was uh, abrupt to say the least. Both men are trying to gain well. some sort of advantage through the communication of a collar and elbow tie-up. Well, see what a, what, a, what a lockup. When you have a lockup like that, you can feel a guy out. Oh, look oh, at this, look here. at this. Moxley swarming Punk in the corner. Oh, man, what a... Moxley just making his own advantage. And He's making his own momentum. Big opening salvo from John Moxley. So much for the feeling out process, JR. Yeah, no feeling out. These yeah. guys know each other too well. They know what's at stake. Look at Punk fight back now. Punk becoming the aggressor. And the crowd here in Cleveland not overwhelmed with that result. Punk, a barrage of knees in the corner on Moxley, but Moxley, oh, oh headbutt. Yeah, ref never sort of kind of got the eye look. Oh, what a high oh. round kick to the head. And oh, that's oh a wait a minute. That's the leg that oh, Punk has uh, had so many problems with. Oh, that foot, that instep, that ankle area. Oh, man, he's screaming. Ooh. We saw Punk hopping on that foot just a few weeks ago. Oh, he's so Moxley's now got to make a commitment. Do you exploit that left foot and leg? Do you, do you punish and penalize physically and mentally See, Paul Turner just, just gestured at Doc Sampson. He's just hurt. You can hear him. Oh, oh kick on Lariat! And Mox is not going to stop his attack, nor should he. He knows Punk's hurt. Mox has got a great advantage right now. Can he close the deal this early? Could Punk's, that happen? Punk's trying to fight him off, guys. I don't think he can. It's nope. like a shock with the proverbial blood and water. That's Mox right now. The hammer and anvil elbows are oh now Moxley. Oh, no! Look at this wrenching. The snap the ankle. You've got to do it, guys. This is for the world title. You've got to do this. Doc was going to come in. Oh, God. Death Rider by Moxley. Moxley has become dominant. John Moxley has become I mean, like obsessed. I, like I said earlier, Fox has been a fighting champion since Punk's first match back in months. And Mox is in, uh, it's just in the driver's seat here. Yeah, he feels it, guys. He feels it. Moxley, he's got Punk hooked up again. Oh, man, Punk is limp. The high angle. He's limp. And undisputed all elite wrestling world champion John Moxley. Guys, I, I gotta ask, did, did Punk come back too soon? I mean, what just happened there? Did he come back too soon? He got his ass whipped. Is what happened with oh, CM Punk? He got hurt with that high round kick. Doctors checking on him. I mean, I mean, really. Let's don't take anything away from John Moxley's no, I'm, victory. I'm not, but I'm just saying, did he come back to see me and Punk? That's not a, that's not a knock on Mox, not at all. Why would I do that? Never, man. Mox, is, no doubt, but I don't know. I'm just right now, Mox is the man. Right now, Mox is the man. The doctor examining the foot of CM Punk, which was surgically repaired, as I understand it. It is official. The reign of John Moxley as AEW World Champion in the books. He is undisputed. But what about the condition? What about the career of CM Punk, Taz? Yeah, no, I, I know. I mean, that whole summer with him, with, with Mox as the interim world champion, it meant something for sure. He now stands tall as the undisputed world champion, and CM Punk is hurt bad right now. And you see Punk's close friend, Ace Steel. No more interim. No more answer whatsoever.
This guy is the ruler of the universe is John Moxley, and he seems to be pissed off about it. Well, every one of those matches counts. All those matches when he was in the room champ, they count. He's the world champion. AEW world champion right there, John Moxley. Man, the fans are eating this up. Training staff, Dr. Sampson out here as well. To what a turn of events, though, guys. I mean, it, it, how, I mean, it, it just that early in the match that this happened to Punk. That roundhouse kick on the surgically repaired, with the surgically repaired foot, was Punk's undoing. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly, there's your champ. And the fans embracing the undisputed champion. And there you see Ace right there. Yeah. That, that's Punk's, you know, one of his best friends and coaching. And Punk whispering something to Ace. This has got to be heartbreaking for CM Punk coming back. Like I said, did he come back too soon? Yeah. Now, he can't even put weight on his freaking left foot. And he obviously was cleared medically, but things happen. Injuries reoccur. Surgically repairs bones. You know, they, they get screwed up, man. And you cannot blame Mox for capitalizing. He's the new World Heavyweight Champion. No doubt about it, John Mox. Hello, I'm Homeboy Shivani. And now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Chris. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. and welcome it's wednesday night and you know what that means it's time for your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast it's time for the wednesday night skirmish brought to you by the pwc in association with pw hustle and the hami media group 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 i'm chris ams (laughs) i'm chris ams that's ambs like lambs with noel or bullshit first thing in the morning i'm back I have returned to my native land and the place where I belong, the Wednesday Night Skirmish. I'm here with my usually unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip Coast, a good friend to you and me, Jimmy T from the PWC. Jimmy, how the hell are you, mate? 
I am great, and that rhymed. <laughs> I like it. I'm very good, man. And yes, the A team is back together once again. It's the OGs of the PWC. It's Chris Sams and Jimmy T. And yeah, man, I'm just happy that you're back, dude. Everyone's queuing up in the viewership. I'm just happy you're back, brother. I'm back in saddle again. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, um, we're going to get right into the show, and we will talk about all of the multiple news, rumors, and reports that we've that we've heard as we go through the show. So if you're listening and you're wondering why we're not talking about it to start off, we're just going to talk about it as things come up. Um, well, let's see. To start off with, Cleveland rocks, Jimmy. And uh, that's where Dynamite is hailing from tonight. Um, like I said, there's plenty of news, uh, rumors, reports uh, coming out of all kinds of places in pro wrestling right now, uh, specifically about AEW. It looks like things are not all rosy. Um, so we'll get into that. Uh, Chris Jericho, though, starts off the show, uh, gets in it, gets a good, gets a good, good entrance from the crowd. They love him. They're happy to see him. They're singing and just all kinds of craziness. Jericho calls out Danny Garcia, uh, who gets a, you're a wrestler chant from the crowd. Now, Jimmy, I got why they were doing this when Vince McMahon was still in charge of WWE. But at this point, like, does it make any sense for them to be pointing out the fact that, oh, they're they're not sports entertainers, they're wrestlers, when you've got Drew McIntyre just being like, well, we're wrestlers, so we're going to wrestle <clears throat> over on the WWE. Does it make sense for them to be pointing that out anymore? Uh, no, it doesn't. And it made me cringe. What the hell are these, is this fan? But Cleveland, what were you thinking? He's a wrestler. Come on, man. What the fuck is he? Of course he's a wrestler. They all are. I don't care what anyone says. All right. And sure, he's a sports entertainer, whatever. But that was cringe, bro. Yep. It's it's like, it's like we're not sports entertainers anymore. Sports entertainment sucks. Meanwhile, over on WWE, they're like, yeah, we don't do that either. <laughs> It's like, and so now, do so you see right. what they've done here, Chris? They, you know, they went with the sports entertainer tagline just for a shit stir, even though they very much the same shit, right? And now that WWE has gone back to wrestling, suddenly we're wrestling too. You know what I mean? He's a wrestler. They're all wrestlers, man. Triple H has cut the legs out of this particular talking point from AEW, which admittedly like when aew first came out and they were like no no we're a wrestling company you're gonna see wrestling and you're gonna see wrestlers doing you know having wrestling matches it did make sense for them to point it out and be like look like we're not gonna pretend like we're something that we're not it made sense back then but it doesn't make sense anymore they're basically saying uh well we're wrestlers over here meanwhile there's nobody saying otherwise anywhere it's like what are you doing Oh, AEW, the gift that keeps on giving, Chris. Indeed. Um, all right. So Garcia gets mad. He says Jericho ruined his special moment because, uh, you know, Brian Danielson is his favorite wrestler and his hero. And he, wow. just, he really he really wants to suck Brian Danielson's dick. And uh, <laughs> Jericho ruined the moment. He wasn't wasn't allowed to do that. Do we have a jealous third wheel here chris seems that way jericho <laughs> says there will be tons more special moments because he's the best technical sports entertainer in the world 
Wow. I didn't know there was such a thing. Especially considering he came from the heart dungeon, the heart dungeon, right? I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, he came. Like from it wasn't the even dungeon. the legit heart dungeon. Just quietly, it was Bruce Hart's dungeon, not Stu's. It was it was Bruce Hart <laughs> meeting people in a. It was Bruce Hart meeting people in a gymnasium and calling it the dungeon. Uh, shit! But if that's where he's from, that's where he's from, Chris. That's right. That's right. Um, he demands Garcia call himself a sports entertainer, but before Danny can answer. Brian Danielson makes an entrance. Uh, honestly, I was a little confused because it's been a couple of weeks. Is is Brian Danielson a face again? Uh, I believe he is. And I was thinking the exact same thing you were just thinking, bro. I kid you not. When I saw him come out, I'm like, okay, I guess we're going face again. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I don't even know anymore, man. How many dudes have turned face heel, face heel, over and over, back and forth? I've lost count. Who cares? That's AEW wrestling for you, Chris. We just got to go with it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, it actually kind of reminds me of, a, of a, a bit of a conversation that I had online this week where somebody was comparing CM Punk currently uh, to Bret Hart and saying that, uh, you know, neither one of these guys were as good as they thought they were. And that's why as soon as they went to a booker who wasn't Vince McMahon, you know, they both flamed out. And my reaction was, okay, so you're blaming Bret Hart for debuting as a special guest referee, being a face and then a heel, having absolutely no feud for the first two months. And all of that happened in the first two months that he debuted. And then having mm -hmm. him focus on nonsense that didn't matter and basically never giving him a proper storyline until almost a year after his debut. And you think that yep. that was Bret's fault? Apparently they did. Okay. It's like I keep hearing I keep hearing things from Bischoff about how oh like you know Brett didn't come with any passion. You didn't give Brett anything to be passionate about. Okay, Brett, you're gonna debut as a face. Brett's going, okay, great. I'm gonna debut as a face. Three weeks later, Brett, you're gonna turn heel. Okay, I okay, all right, I'll I'll turn heel. Brett, we're not gonna give you any feuds to start off with. You're just gonna be kind of this nebulous figure in the background. You did that to the hottest fucking person in professional wrestling when he came in. What a bunch of fucking nonsense. And then you still got people who blame Brett for how he was used in WCW. It's like, listen, maybe you guys aren't remembering, but the tribute matches were great. The world title tournament that he won was great. The the uh, El Dandy promo was great. He turned a bunch of chicken good. shit into chicken salad when he was in Absolutely. WCW. Maybe the best moment of WCW for the last probably three years of its existence was the this. Goldberg hitting yeah. the plate under the jersey. That was probably the best moment in WCW for the last three years of its existence. And people are like, oh, Brett was shit. And he and, and that it showed when he went to WCW. You guys are fucking oh, man. insane. I think you and I actually, Chris, have said this probably a long time ago now. I don't know if it was off the air or on the air, but I dare say that WCW run of Brits was extremely underrated in many yeah, ways. Yeah, it was good. It was actually a lot better than people realized, man. And that Goldberg segment was masterful. Yep. <laughs> All right. It was in Canada. It was in Toronto. The way he did, he pulled that off, it made total sense. You know what I mean? I mean, everyone was on their feet. They shed all over Goldberg as well. Everyone was, I mean, they did do the Goldberg chances. Let's be honest. I remember like when he came out, I was still doing the Goldberg, but it wasn't on the same sort of, you know, it wasn't the same as when Brett came out. He was popular, he but he wasn't Brett. 
Right, he wasn't Brett. And uh, what, what did he call him? You chicken shit, whatever the fuck he called him. Yeah. Or something like that. He's hiding under a table. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, shaking in his boots pr- pretty much, you know. Yeah, look, I love that. That was probably one of my favorite segments of WCW. And you're right. It was the last three years. It was back in 1999. That was yep. probably the last decent year of WCW. Absolutely. Well, I mean, so that's that's kind of reminding me of what they're doing with Daniel Bryan's or Brian Danielson right now. It's, it's not the that, same. That he, but I mean, he debuted and he was a face and he was a really good face and everybody was really excited to see him. And then within three weeks, he was a heel and everybody was like, oh, he's doing a really great job as a heel. And then he was in between and now he's and now he's a face again. And it's like, man, like this fucking mistakes keep getting made over and over and over and over again. Yeah, no, I know. It's true, man. But you know what? It's AEW, bro. They all eat it up anyway, bro. The fan base don't give a shit. They're like, is he heel? Cool. He's a face. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was yes. I turned on I turned on one of those what culture videos today that said <laughs> nah, like what's, what hap- culture? what's happening <laughs> on AEW Dynamite. I'm like, Whoa. okay, I'll check this out. And within two minutes, they're telling me how it was it was so great how how, how Moxley won in three minutes. This is this was you know, this was so different and new and exciting. And I'm like, no, it was wow. the finger poke of doom, you fucking moron. I turned it off <laughs> after three minutes. I was like, I can't fucking watch these idiots. They're, they're fucking they're just disgraceful. Simon, though, he's great. Eat a dick, Simon. <laughs> I don't think you're that great. All right, he's a bald guy, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eat a dick, Simon. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> he might like you, you know, but I don't. So yeah, all, right. all good. You're getting, Keep doing you're your getting thing. a thumbs up from Canada and a thumbs down from Australia. Yeah, boof, pommy poofters. All right, <laughs> it's oh, all right. Man. He'll get it. Anyway, let's roll. Let's keep going here. (laughs) Brian Brian and Chris are arguing about what Garcia is. One of them says, he's a wrestler. One of them says, he's a sports entertainer. And uh, it's really stupid. Like, really, really bad. Jericho gets shoved down as Danny is conflicted, and he goes back to the back. Um, So the Red Death fucks off, because apparently he's the Red Death. Had, had a little cry apparently too. So, I mean, look at it the way he was <laughs> oh, no, His expressions were like a little kid getting a boo boo on his knee, bro. That's always his expressions. This guy is. I keep saying, like, people are like, "Oh, give him a chance." This guy is not a star. Can you believe that shit? He looked uh, like he was gonna cry legit, man, because of his hero and his fucking mentor. How about you all just fuck already, boys? Yeah. God damn, it felt like a lot of sexual tension in that ring. Yep. So Jericho yeah, and, and me, Brian, Daddy-o. <laughs> Jericho and Brian <laughs> uh stand in the middle of the ring. They argue about who's a better wrestler. Jericho says he's the last survivor of the heart dungeon, which isn't true. I mean, that's, that's not that's what happened. Not it's a lie. It's, it's not a true. lie. He was part of the dungeon, not the dungeon, though, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。は
No, I was about to spray all over the place. And I've got a problem that Stu Hart everywhere. apparently doesn't have a problem with. Oh, man. At least his libido was going well, right? I mean, shit. Oh, good. <laughs> How many kids do you want to have, Stu, for quite out loud? God damn it. No. <laughs> I'm basically making fun of royalty here in Canada. Right? I know, I know. We love we love the hearts. Come on, man. Love you know, the it's, come on, man. It's us. We're the biggest Brit marks out here, man. And I'm yeah. not even Canadian, but he is. Other so, than I mean, other than on. CM Punk, I guess. We're the we're the biggest. Oh, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you uh, dare. Oh yeah, that's right. That's Brit the Hitman Punk. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Jesus the Hitman Christ. Punk. <laughs> Phil the Hitman Punk. God damn it. It's, it's so sad, Phil. Be a professional wrestler, not a friggin' lover boy. Please. I'm crying out loud. Wait a minute, though, Chris. I mean, did this really happen? <laughs> <laughs> did this really happen? Did oh. CM Punk after Dynamite call or actually ask Siri to call Doofus' son in law? And you know who that Doofus is? <laughs> yeah, I'm Triple aware. H. <laughs> the game. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And if he is, and if he is, I mean, look at that one more time. And if he is, do you blame him? Would he I be don't. calling that doofus son-in-law? I, I don't blame him. <laughs> and honestly, like after what everything that we've heard about how rocky everything is backstage between CM Punk and AEW, it wouldn't shock me. It really, honestly, at this point, it wouldn't shock me if if CM Punk was at least entertaining the possibility of going someplace else. Wow. Really wouldn't. Can you imagine that shit? If that actually happens, and oh. then he talks the amount of shit, they'll be like, it's good to be back home. <laughs> it's good to it's good to be back. It's good to be back where professional wrestling belongs. It's good to like <laughs> I can picture him cutting a promo and just eviscerating oh, AEW. It's oh, good to be sure. You know, it's good to be back in WWE. And yes, I know I'm back here with the <laughs> doofus son-in-law. But as much as but as much of a doofus as he is, uh, at least he's not the child with a checkbook. That's right. <laughs> at least he's not the child with a checkbook that's got a weird obsession with hugging men. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. People want to know why I came back to WWE, and the truth is my last employer asked if he could dress up as me for Halloween, and I just thought that was too fucking weird. (laughs) I put it past him because we all know that he dressed up as a certain orange fella, if you know what I'm talking about, (laughs) Mr. Orange Cassidy. But, yeah, man, it's so sad. And you know what? I've heard a lot of – I'm starting to believe the rumors, and I'll tell you why, because, first of all, have you Conan on Keeping It 100, right? Mm-hmm. He was talking, and now this is what he said, and I believe him. He spoke to a lot of lads in the AEW locker room who legitimately came up to him while in the locker room saying how unhappy they are and where they're placed on the card and, and the booking sucks and TK's a Mark Tard. That came out of Conan's mouth, and I truly believe him because why would he lie about it? He didn't mention who they were, obviously, but I totally believe it. And well, I think... The I mean, roses aren't as rosy over there in AEW anymore, bro. Yeah, I mean, okay, like, let me ask you something. Where's Adam Cole? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's a good point. Maybe he's gone to say hello to HBK at the where's, performance center. Uh, like, you know, where's where's Miro? 
Miro is another one that wants to get the fuck out of here, bro. Straight up. That's that's a strong rumor. Miro and Andrade, uh-uh, they want out. Uh-huh. Guaranteed, bro. Guaranteed. And can I mean, you blame shit. them? When no. they're saying we're being booked like shit, you can't look at them and go, no, no, you guys, you guys been you guys are being used properly. No, you can't. You can't fucking look at those guys and say, oh no, you're definitely being used properly. Because they're not. Oh, they're please. not. I'm the AEW Mark Tad. Yes, they are, Chris. You don't know shit. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I hey. had somebody I had somebody Booker say of that, the year, Chris. I had somebody say to me <laughs> this week that I, I just wanted to see 60-minute broadways of kicks and punches because I don't like Young Bucks matches. No. No, I don't. I just I don't like the fucking acrobatics. Like I don't mind the acrobatics as a part of a wrestling match, but I don't like the acrobatics instead of a professional wrestling match. We'll get into the main event for fuck's sakes. We will. We will. All right. So please continue. Okay. So Brian says he wants to know who Jericho thinks Stu would have preferred. I think I know. Um, they set up a match at all out and uh, Hager comes from behind and jumps Danielson. It took him sure. a long fucking time. Somebody either missed their cue or whatever, but he's basically standing there as Chris Jericho backed up and 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 then eventually after a little while after checking his watch oh here comes hager okay great uh so somebody fucked up on the timing there um which doesn't shock me here's the thing the heels jump danielson where's the where's the bbc or the bcc or the you're the black uh all right well well facebook user says in the chat triple h told adam cole get in the gym and come back to me uh, when your abs are showing again. Uh, oh, yeah, pal. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, wouldn't put it past them, that's for sure. Sorry, Chris, continue, man. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah. Oi, yeah. All right, yeah. So yeah, where the fuck is, like, isn't Danielson in a fucking group? group? Where's his group? Group. 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 <laughs> group. Uh, you tell me. Did you know that Pinnacle was a group again? Yeah. Yeah, they sure are. Yeah, you, you don't so, mess with uh, the Pinnacle, even though there's. So we, yeah. So where is BCC? Where is uh, you know that real man? He's a man, <laughs> William Regal. Where is he? Where is William Utah? Whatever, Wheeler Utah. Yeah, is he stuck in Utah? I mean, where the fuck is he? And we know Mox is there. Is is Mox, Mox the kind of guy there. who doesn't give a shit about his friend because he's got a title match later on? Really, bro. And you know what's funny, bro? I'm hearing rumors that Eddie Kingston, not Kofi Kingston, just quietly, but Eddie Kingston has been suspended. And get this, Thunder Rosa is on strike, basically. She's basically saying, that don't work for me, brother, on the finish. So she ain't going to fucking defend her championship, even though they say she's injured. Bullshit. You've got, man, like... Oh, just this saying, company. Just saying. If shit is hitting the fan in AEW, I'm telling you, man. And where is Cole? Where is Red Dragon? Where is the Undisputed Elite? Or is it the Undisputed? I don't know. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I can see them all. Uh, man. And and look, Facebook user says AEW sucks. Uh, at this point, kind of does. Right now. <laughs> yeah it's sucking a lot of a lot of dicks 
in AEW. That's for sure. It's the inmates running the asylum, Chris. That's exactly all over again. That's exactly what it is. And listen, you you need to have leadership. Like you need to have strong leadership. I know people think that like oh the world would be better off if uh, you know. And this is this is. I know this sounds weird, but like this is almost like a communist ideal. It's <laughs> oh well the the workers will have the means of production. The workers will be able to to tell us what's good for them. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll just be here to sign the checkbook. Well, what happens is one worker wants one thing and another worker wants another thing. You still need someone to lead. Like you actually yeah. do need leadership. You can't just but... leave it up to the collective because the collective doesn't always fucking agree. Who's your leader, bro? Seriously, Tony Khan. Really? That's just it, right? Like you really? Know, and they've got people backstage who are good leaders. They've got people backstage who have been to the mountaintop. You've got people backstage Dude, like, like this guy. I mean, CM Punk. Listen, <laughs> I my opinion of CM Punk is, was, and always will be that he's kind of a whiny little brat, but a brilliant one. Like, admittedly, yeah, he's brilliant. He really does have an eye for detail, right? Like not a lot of other people would have put together like, listen, my character, what I really need is cult of personality as an entrance theme. That that would be awesome for my character. We should go do that. Not a lot of people would know that level of detail, but Punk does and he always has. And he is a brilliant guy in terms of professional wrestling, even though he's kind of a whiny little bitch, like I said. Um, But... Mm. Hey, listen, man, lots of brilliant people are whiny little bitches. I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, sad but true, unfortunately. Listen, man, it Eminem, like, Eminem gets pissed off because Machine Gun Kelly said, oh, your yeah. your daughter looks pretty, you know. like Machine Gun Kelly absolutely destroyed him. I don't care what anyone says, just quietly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, Eminem's true. 50. Like, yeah. I at mean, some point. I mean, seriously. Get, just go. Don't do that anymore. Enjoy yeah. your millions and millions of dollars. Anyway, let's get back into the show because we're just gonna we're just gonna keep. Being I, mean, I, can, dist- I can keep going with this fucking crap. I've got a good one for you. Speaking of leaders, bruh. Yeah. Right. I mean, you you mentioned is Punk a leader? Clearly not. But who else? Maybe Danielson. Possibly. Would you say? I mean, Danielson. Shit at this point. I think that Brian I think that Brian Danielson is an excellent choice as a locker room leader. The problem is but, nobody backstage wants to listen to anybody. Like what? Adam 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 uh Adam Page had oh, that baby. quote. No, Adam Page had that quote oh, recently where it's like, like he's like, Well, you know, like uh, I was I was part of the group that uh, that started this. <laughs> You know, we changed the wrestling world. Why would I listen to anybody else? Well, really? Come on. Quit being a fucking child about really? it, bro. Like, there are people around Jeez. you who have seen better, who have done better, who can think of better. Like, you know, one of the rules that I have when I'm working, like, I, you know, I've done all kinds of work. But when I'm working, mm. one of the rules that I have is I, I remember I remember, I remember to think this to myself. I have an IQ of 160. Okay. So I have a pretty high mm. IQ. I can think of stuff pretty quickly. But if I'm in a room with another person who has an IQ of 120, well, the IQ in the room just went up by 120. <laughs> like, right. 
there's something worthwhile in what other people say, even if they're not as intelligent or even if they're not as creative or even if they're not whatever, there's something there that you can pull out of people that you can, that you can build upon, that you can help create. So when you, when you see stuff like that from Adam Cole, or when you see, uh, whatever the fucking guy's name was, who was the dragon. And now he comes out and he sprays everybody down. What's this? What's his fucking name again? Who? Uh, uh, Malaka? Oh, no, Cutler. Cutler. So, or when you see Cutler being like, oh, yeah, and basically being like, fuck you, Jim Ross. It's like, dude, really? Like, really? 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 It's true. I mean, like, listen, man. If, like, like, listen, I'm not like, listen, like, listen. Okay. If, if Vince Russo came on our show and was like, and was like, bro, hey guys, bro, here's a good thing that you might want to do, guys, bro. It's good for wrestling, and you'll get more people to bro oh. listen to you, bro. I'd be like, <laughs> cool. Thank you for telling me that, Mister Russo, because Absolutely. Vince Russo has actually gotten people to tune into fucking television before. Why wouldn't I yes. want to take his fucking advice? It's true, bro. As a matter of fact, he was the last writer in professional wrestling to get the numbers that professional wrestling actually got mm. i mean including tna bro yeah he's the last he's probably the last guy to grow professional wrestling numbers think yeah. about it he got tna up to two million people watching it a week at one stage bro think about that shit for a minute that's more than raw gets now and and yeah exactly and and, and aw only wishes they get those sort of ratings but i just wanted to touch on we were saying before about leaders and CM Punk being a leader. Could this guy be your leader? I, I don't I mean, <laughs> I guess he could be, but is he? Like, I was excited when somebody said, oh, yeah, Cesaro's in AEW. I was like, great. Wow, that'll be a good place for him. Look at me. I'm a, Swiss and I'm boring. <laughs> they'll give me, that'll give me a chance to see him more in the ring. I haven't seen him. I've been tuning in. I haven't fucking seen him. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I guess Vince McMahon was right, man. Just look at this guy. Could he really go up and t- and grab those brass fucking rings, bro? I don't know, man. Think I, about it, bro. Look at I his face. Yeah. Swiss Superman, my ass. He's he's still infinitely more believable than Jungle Boy. Is he more believable than this boy? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Oops. I am Fuck not at Jargo, and you are not at Chris Ams one motherfucker. That's true. All right, That's let's true. move on. Let's move on. Next match here, we've got Dax Harwood and Jay Lethal. Uh, they start off the yeah. match with some good technical switches and holds. Uh, it's pretty much how every Dax Harwood match starts off. Um, you know, it's headlock takeovers. You know, into into scissors holds, into kip ups, into pin attempts, into into yeah, more kip ups, into, into, into yep. Um, they do get up eventually. They exchange chops in the corner. They milk it a little too much. I was wondering why they were milking it that much. Like how Harwood landed a chop and lethal basically sold it for about 30 seconds. I couldn't figure out why. And then they went to break. And I guess that was just somebody missed their cue. Um, yeah, definitely. That was weird, bro. 
fine, but tighten it up. Uh, back from break, lethal counters a superplex attempt, and they do some hand fighting. Um, basically, where Dax is Dax is attempting to do a German suplex, and uh, Lethal is basically fighting with his hands. Now, this is an actual technique that works in MMA, and it's something that you call hand fighting, where you have to make sure that the other person isn't locking their arms around you because that gives them uh, control. I like that. I like that they. I like that they're mixing in the real the real fighting into it. Uh, Dax does eventually hit a big German suplex. Uh, it doubles over Lethal. Um, lethal lands a tope. Why? Why are heels doing tope suicidas? Because everyone does tope suicidas in AEW, bruh. It's it's a move that gets the crowd excited. It makes people cheer. That's not your job. Yes, it is, Chris. Come on, they know better than us. Don't you know? That's the thing, bro. That's the thing. I don't know if they do know any better than us. And that's pretty fucking sad. You and I are fans of professional wrestling. We should not know how to put a fucking match together better than the people in the ring. And I'm not saying that I can physically do everything. So don't fucking don't (laughs) at me. Okay. And so who did you ever fucking work up? Nobody. Okay. Nobody. I admit that. But I (laughs) mentally know how a fucking wrestling match goes better than a lot of the people who are at actually fucking on TV right now. You've got heels doing tope suicidas and and uh, and winking to the crowd and wooing <laughs> and like no uh, fucking cut it out. Please. Anyway, cut it they, out. It's anyway, true. they get back into the ring, they trade attempts. Dax going for the sharpshooter, uh Lethal going for the figure four. Eventually, uh they they you know they're sort of rolling all around eventually lethal wins via holding the tights um not a bad match i didn't hate it um it was a good match no honestly yeah. it was it was a good match but still i don't know I, I can't take dax softwood seriously because he's just a too much of a brit mark i'm sorry i just and my little girl this little girl that just doesn't i don't know bro i don't know maybe it's just me Please continue. He's, he's not as polished as a face. He just isn't. And I mean, he's trying. Think, dude, people think he's literally one in the top 10 best wrestlers right now going around, bro. And he should actually possibly get this, bro. I've seen this shit myself, yeah? He should possibly be one of the favorites to win the PWI number one wrestler, you know, top 500, whatever they do every year, bro. Legit. Dax, uh... Softwood. Listen, if think about um, that. if you were just talking about technical ability, I think maybe you could make an argument that Dax Harwood was oh, somewhere no, in the top fifty in professional FTR, wrestling in the world sure. right now. FTR is best one of the best team? tag teams in the world, and Absolutely. technically, on a technical level, you could say, okay, Dax Harwood belongs in the conversation in the top fifty. I mean, but fifty, not yeah, okay, ten. Fifty, and and I mean, that's cool. that's not what number, we think number, about. Uno. Yeah, but that's not what we think about when we think about the PWI top five hundred. It's 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 they've got to be booked right. They've got to have solid matches. They've got to deliver good promos. They've got to do. They've got to sort of fit all of the boxes. And I mean, if the only thing Harwood is doing is having good technical wrestling matches, that's not enough to be in that conversation. Jimmy, you still there? James. 
Yo, Jim there Rome. I am. Sorry, dude. Sorry, oh, man. Good. I don't know what happened. Internet cut out there, man. Fuck. Okay. No worries. Let's let's move on. Um, so yeah, it's not a bad match. Hang on a sec, one second. No problem. While Chris is talking, um, can you believe this is your AEW world champion here, folks? Seriously. This guy right here is your AEW world heavyweight champion. <laughs> I just want to laugh. Anyway, it's all good. It is what it is. While Chris is attending to stuff, Sorry. Uh, there he is. So did Sorry. you hear what I was just saying? Or No, I heard you. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It, and it is ridiculous. No, I don't. Can you stop seeing that? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I mean, come on, dude. Like, come on, dude. What do you want me to tell you, man? That's your AEW World Heavyweight Champion. He's pretty badass, right? I mean, look at him. That's that's what you call hard, bro. And I'm not talking about hard as in like that's, tough. That's, Maybe hard down there if you know. <laughs> that's hard. Anyway. Hard. <laughs> Greek gay porn hard. Hey, hey settle that's down, how, Chris. That's how Settle down. You went too far. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that don't work for me, brother. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Pretend I never brought that up. Let's just... Move right along, shall we? Bro. All right. So Dutt says he has a secret for the pay-per-view, which he's going to tell us right now, which means it's oh, not cool. much of a secret. Uh, it's going to be FTR and Wardlow against Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns Motor at the pay-per-view. <gasps> wow. Oh, my God. I was screaming in my panties, bro. And the Are crowd you know was mild. They went absolutely berserk, bro. It went. You know what's mild? No, no, mild. no, berserk. No, 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 no. You'll kick my dog. Sorry. <laughs> they went mild, not wild. They were dead. Literally did go mild, and uh, yeah, big fuck. Yeah, that's all I have to say. No, nobody you know cared. What I'm Listen, I, I I'm going to tell you right now. I really like the motor shirt, the, the Motor City Machine Guns. I I like both of those guys as talents. I've said I've said lots for the last 15 years that Alex Shelley is actually one of the more underrated guys in the business when he's healthy. Are they right. going to be able to make the pay per view? Because these guys are fucking injured all the goddamn time. They're injured as often as GGP is angry. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Oh, shout out to GGP and happy birthday, Bin Hamin. Yalla. Just saying. Happy birthday. Um, Big Bin. Please continue. That was funny, though. <laughs> Go, because I've got a lot to say about this one. But yeah, that's, continue. That, that's it. Like, I like the guns. They're they're one of my favorite tag teams. Are they going to? I'm legitimately wondering, like, are they going to be able to stay healthy for the next two weeks until the pay per view happens? Because. Uh, will it be the first time in like three years that they've performed? No, because funny enough, I was on the impact attack this past week with the vet and, uh, and Brandon. And uh, funny enough, I had to watch impact wrestling, right? Which you can check it on channelattitude.com, by the way, for five bucks. We're all over the place, peeps. But uh, yeah, exactly. I had to watch it. And the motor city machine guns were on the impact. Excuse me. But with, Kushida. Now I don't know if you know Kushida's history with uh with what's his name with Alex Shelley. 
but they were the, the what do you call it? The time splitters in New yep. Japan. So yeah, like oh, is that the Motor City Machine Guns in the background? Do I hear? Anyway, so all three of them now are a team as trios. Don't be surprised if we see them come in as trios for the AEW Trios Championship. But I will say, I've never liked Chris Sabin. I'm a fan of Kushida. I don't mind Shelly. But the Motor City Machine Guns were pretty good back in the day in TNA slash Impact Wrestling. So I'm I'm actually looking forward to something different, bro. Yeah, they're good wrestlers. I don't mind this. I know a lot of people were kind of making fun of it. Fine. But I like the Machine Guns. Like, I actually think that they, they put on some really good matches. I'm looking forward to sure. seeing Alex Shelley if he can stay healthy uh, to get to the pay-per-view. I mean, if he could have stayed healthy, I, Alex Shelley would have been one of those guys that if if you if you gave me billions of dollars and said start a wrestling company alex shelley's one of those guys who i probably would have said let's sign shelley so that he can do so that he can get people really up in opening matches because he's a really good technical wrestler and he makes he makes his matches look like they're physical competitions that's their symbol because they're from detroit they're from right here here. they're from right here right here but up, isn't it more up? <laughs> somewhere there. It's anyway. like over Detroit. I don't know. It's, it's right here, like just like in the middle there, but like up north sort of thing, uh, up at the border, whatever. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, like you said, uh, look, Shelly is more like, like a, I guess Dolph Ziggler in many ways right now. Is that fair to say? That's a, that's a pretty be- fair comparison, yeah. Like Ziggler, his problem is, just that he's been booked into oblivion alex shelley's problem is that he's constantly injured yeah and actually he retired even for for a short while man actually i think he's retired multiple occasions yeah at least at uh, least twice in the last six years yeah and but he's always the one thing that just never disappears somehow is fucking alex shelley those look seriously no matter what i could run away as far and away as i can from TNA or Impact Wrestling, then I turn on New Japan, and there he is. Again, I, I'm watching AEW, and what do I hear? What are you hearing in the background right now? The Motor City Machine Guns, and I'm like, God damn it, Shelly. Why are you always following me, man? You know what I mean? But hey, look, they're a staple of TNA slash Impact Wrestling. They're a great team for what they are, even though I'm not a fan of Saban, but them together are better than them without each other, shall I say, unless yeah. it's with Kushida. But... It's an interesting matchup because it's completely different. You know, I'd like to see how FTR will deal with the Motor City Machine Guns. And I think they'll get a decent pop, man. I agree. I think they deserve it. But the thing is, is that there's no room for them. There's no room for... That's true, too. There's no room for Samoa fucking Joe. <laughs> they, <laughs> oh, yeah. Where's he at, bro? They can't get their shit Where's together Joey in Samoe? this company, so they're not going to fucking use them. You're not going to use them even for that. Like, honestly, if you put the fuck Like... Ten years ago, if you had the guns and they could get themselves healthy, they would have been a great act to have as like your opening match every oh, other sure. week. They pull banger matchups, bro. Even though it's spot fest, don't get me wrong. Yeah. They're spot fest, but they're fun spot fest. You know what I mean? It's spot festy, but I will say this about Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley, it's spot festy, but he makes it look pretty hard to tell that people are just you. flat out helping each other do flips. He makes it look like it's a competition. They're still doing flips, which is what I've always said. I don't mind the athleticism in wrestling matches, but you have to still make it at least appear as if 
they're competing. Otherwise, it just looks silly. It just looks like people practicing at on their fucking like it, it looks like little kids practicing on the on the fucking trampolines. It's not it's not good. And you know what, dude? And you you made a fair point. It doesn't seem as obvious with the Motor City machine guns, say compared to the fucking young fucks, right? But yeah, it's weird. I was getting that. Right, Fuck and you know what, man? I can't hate on the Motor City machine guns. They're a decent tag team, man, and always For will sure. be. For sure. All right, moving on here. Thunder Roses backstage. Uh, she says that she's she's injured and she's unable to defend her title at the pay per view. She has to step aside until she's healed up. Um, again, yeah, again, you know, we've heard some, <laughs> some, some rumors and stuff. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I can confirm anything cause I, I can't. And I, I don't, you know, I would, I would hate to have to come face to face with one of these other guys in the, in the wrestling business and oh, have him pretend oh, like he was going to fight oh. me or something. <laughs> Actually, okay. literally anybody else who podcasts please send me a ticket i'll show up <laughs> i'll show up and i won't just be getting in your face uh <laughs> but uh you can be the pwc representative in the northern hemisphere while i represent the southern hemisphere so if any motherfuckers want to try us yeah up top or down south please I'd, I'd, we won't be just pointing fingers let, let's you do an iwc saying? presents the brawl for all and see who comes out on top <laughs> I'm ready. Um, oh, shit. That's funny, bro. So anyway, we've good. we've heard these rumors that uh, Thunder Rose is basically just saying, no, I refuse to I refuse to take the pin against against Britt Baker because she's been disrespectful and she's all this and that. And um, I don't know if it's an exact I don't know if that's exactly what's happening. Um, but I mean, if it is. I don't she's know. She's <laughs> Look, that's what she was doing, bro. Like, it was a bad. There's no. It was a bad segment, and I've said this before, dude. With that fucking character, with that gimmick, I don't know why they're not putting just a tiny bit of fucking effort into it. Show me a generic fucking drone. You could literally send a fucking drone to do this, and you could and and, and you could do this way better. You send a drone to the local fucking cemetery. You have the drone fly over top of the cemetery, okay? You make sure it's in black and white so it looks like it's dark. Drone flies over the cemetery, just here and there and everywhere. Meanwhile, you've got a. You, meanwhile, you you get a you get a voiceover from Thunder Rosa saying that she's been summoned to return to the underworld and she has to leave behind her attachments to the, to the living world, but she's, <laughs> but she, but she'll be back and blah, blah, blah. And then Thunder Rosa goes away. You keep, you keep the gimmick intact. You've just done something different and interesting. And I'm not, I don't want like people keep saying like, Oh, you just, you know, we're just going back to Lucha underground. Then no, I don't mean it has to be so fucking campy, but if you've got this as a gimmick, put 15 fucking dollars into it and get something interesting out of it. What, what was better about her saying this backstage fake crying than what I just suggested? How is that better? No, you're right. No, you're, you're spot on. You know, what's even sadder, dude. She had so much more hype about it before AEW. And now that she's in AEW, I don't know, man. She's exposed just a tad, in my opinion. I mean, she's still great. Don't get me wrong. But if the rumors are to be, you know, believed, man, TK must be stressing hard, bro. Because it's finally now this is where he, he gets to show his real, you know, 
abilities as a boss and leader, if he doesn't know how to steer the ship, you know, back on the right path, it's going to be big problems, bro. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Thunder Rosa is a cool gimmick. You could you could absolutely do something interesting with this gimmick. If, if anybody, no, I agree. If anybody out there has kids and has seen the movie Coco, think that, <laughs> but in a professional wrestling fucking, like, but literally, literally, though, you could do something with that that would be a little different, and it doesn't have to be super campy. You just, you lean into it just a little bit just a little bit and do something that that makes her stand out because if if everything is just this is wrestler a versus wrestler b and they're just going to have a wrestling match and it's just about who's a physical better wrestler that's not professional wrestling that's just fake mma <laughs> fake mma i like it no it's but true. seriously professional wrestling has to have characters and if you're well, going to you do a character me. like this do something cool with it well, tell me what you think of this promo, and you tell me if this is professional wrestling, Chris. And he goes for a minute. I'm furious. Brian Danielson, you cheeky bastard. Huh? That was not technical wrestling. I did not sign up for that. I was coming for you, Brian, because we were going to find out who the best technical wrestler in the world is. You didn't bloody show up, did you? And surprises. I bloody hate surprises. Sodding Claudio. Did he not get the memo? That was supposed to be a technical wrestling match. Where was the technique? You Swiss bastard. Three years ago, I said that giving a technical wrestling match to an American audience was like reading Shakespeare to a dog. Well, I've updated it. It's like asking a dead dog to decipher whether a Monet is a fraudulent or not. That was not a technical wrestling match. I am still the best technical wrestler in the world. Huh? But next time, any of you soddy yanks, huh? Wanna put the test to me? You can get your ass to Japan, you can get your ass to the UK, because I'm not coming back to America. You got a fair point. <laughs> you know what? Uh, like, even if you didn't fucking like it, even if you don't like him, he stuck with his fucking character. That Absolutely. was an in-character promo. That was that was I'm I'm a technical wrestler and fuck you for not for not respecting my technical wrestling and if you don't understand why I'm the best technical wrestler in the world then you're a dead dog and and fuck you and like you Swiss bastard <laughs> he stayed in fucking character for that promo you can hate it all you want but that was an actual professional wrestling that was a brilliant fucking promo, promo 101 Chris and yeah you can say what you want about Zack Saber Jr. But that shit was a wrestling promo at, at, at its core. It was 101, right? And like you said about the Yanks, sorry to our Yank listeners, which is our number one <laughs> listener base. But uh, he's got a point. It's like technical wrestling is like reading Shakespeare to a dog. Yeah, for some of them. There's lots of, there's lots of Americans. <laughs> nah, there's, there's I'm lots only of joking. Americans. I'm only joking. I'm just lots saying Lots of Americans love technical wrestling. I mean, Absolutely. you look at, you know, We've and they love Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about Hameen, right? Don't tell me that Ben Hameen Absolutely. doesn't like technical wrestling. He's Absolutely. he's a fan of technical wrestling. A lot of the Yellow. guys who, a lot of the guys who we have on from the states and stuff like that, they love technical wrestling. Oh, Even course, guys man. like Jeff Lipman, who's like who's a little more into like the bodies and stuff like that. Oh, which, easy, hey, yeah. fair enough, F fair enough, <laughs> right? But he still likes technical wrestling. He still likes wrestling that looks like it's a simulated combat. Um, no doubt. You know, uh, Sexy Time, 
you know, he's definitely your typical American wrestling fan, right? He Not likes typical. He he likes boobs and colorful <laughs> outfits and like all like you know all the <laughs> stuff that you expect out of an American, you know, wrestling fan. But I mean, even he will will sit there and and he'll talk about like how like how much fun it is to watch a properly done professional wrestling match if it's technical. So you know, yeah, I mean, it's definitely character, right? But that's his character. His character is to say, I'm better than you. And part of the reason I'm better than you is because I'm British and you're American and Americans are <laughs> yeah. slobs and blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's basically just doing Bret Hart circa 1996, but that was a really effective heel. Why wouldn't you do it was that? It a great promo, bro. I love that promo, man. It just what you were talking about just made me think of that. That's why I, I, I chucked it up because, man, it's as simple as that. You don't need yep. to fucking get, go too far f- away from doing that type of promo, but... Everybody loves to complicate shit these days, Chris. Yeah, bro. It's exactly. So, so yeah, I liked that, actually. That was good. Um, I, I wish that would have been on the fucking show. It might have been the best thing about the fucking show. It wasn't show. on the show. That's what's funny, bro. I never saw it on the fucking show. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, moving yeah. on. Uh, Colton Gunn versus Billy. So we have a match oh. here that's father versus gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it? Love. Father, father versus gun. Who's <laughs> your daddy, pal? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. the acclaimed have an okay rap on their way to the ring. It wasn't great, and honestly, like yeah. I'm having, marvelous, pal. I'm having a harder and harder time being a fan of the acclaimed, just because I after don't... watching, well, after watching <laughs> how bad he is at freestyling, which I mean, he's, he's pretty fucking bad. bad. Johnny the Jabber, bad. He's real bad, like bad, then, not like not like Michael Jackson bad. I'm talking about like shit. No, yeah, he was the shits. Um, and then and then seeing a thing, I don't know if this is true or if it was just something he was doing to fuck with people. But he had that thing online where he was saying that he's a virgin and he was asking people not to sexualize him. Yeah, yeah, bro. I did see that. Yeah, bro, don't, bro. Bro, first of all, don't be a 30-year-old virgin. It's weird. And if you are, don't tell people. Dude, I'm hearing he's bisexual. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. That's fine, but you should still have fucked somebody by this point. If you're bisexual, you should have <laughs> you should you should technically have fucked somebody even sooner. Like you should have even more opportunity to have fucked somebody because yeah, you could fuck somebody from any fucking... part of the fucking, you know, uh, you know, any part of the fucking group here, right? Like literally it's anyone true. on the planet who's over 18, you know. It's true, man. It's true. I'm having it's a hard true. time. I mean, come on, peace. Sizzle me, daddy ass. Sizzle me. Sizzle me. Come on, bro. Sizzle me. God. And if that's yeah, Johnny the, the Jobber gimmick, fucked you up, bro. If that's part of the gimmick, don't come out and say you're a virgin. Yeah. And and just quietly. Damn it. Why did they have to why did Johnny have to ruin it? Shout outs to the Dollar Club Wrestling Boys. They destroyed the acclaim for not only Chris, but me also. It is what it is. It sucks. Anyways, it um, sucks. So, so I'm watching this match and I'm thinking to myself, wow. So backstage every single week, TK has this guy who basically looks like Conan the Barbarian with short hair. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, he's like 50 something, but 
fuck me yeah. does billy gunn ever oh, look yeah. like a superstar dude like <laughs> he should stay away from any wrestling AEW right now dude honestly no yeah and not uh, because he's bad because he looks jacked way more like, than anybody on that roster it would be like if you had me as a backstage announce as a backstage interviewer like i'm sitting there like, can you imagine me like all six foot one 230 pounds of me trying to interview yeah, jungle that, boy yeah. Like, yeah i just be like i just be like so <laughs> yeah. jack what do you think <laughs> um <laughs> i think not much i just sound like a kid <laughs> yeah all right jack you you I'm have, you have... all right jack good luck out there buddy good luck out there little buddy good luck to you <laughs> oh fuck me seriously man they got kids they got tarzan playing a freaking wrestler bro it doesn't even uh, look like tarzan it's not cool this was not an interesting match colton wins after a low blow in a colt 45 so the acclaim get involved uh they get their asses kicked also so you've got uh the ass boys two of them who have just beaten up three faces and then and then what happens well of course we've got to have more faces come out to to rescue the three faces from the two faces right so so you've got a five faces you've got five on two and and the five were expected to consider to be the faces i mean don't you know bro don't you know how shit rolls in aw if you're a baby face you gang up on the heels bro that's what baby faces do bro this is the they're dumbest bullies. fucking thing ever, man. It's, and I don't understand. Bullies, this has been bro. happening since the beginning with AEW. And you and I yeah. have talked about it since the beginning. Going, Wait a minute, this doesn't even make have any we? fucking sense. <laughs> yes, it does, damn it. Heels are baby faces. And baby faces are baby faces. Okay? There's nothing. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I mean, does it need to make sense in AEW's <sighs> galaxy? Not universe, but the galaxy. It needs to if they don't want me to talk shit about it on the skirmish. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> <Pal>. <laughs> All right. So speaking of shit that doesn't make any sense, uh, Pac and Will Ospreay uh, give dueling promos backstage. Neither of them uh, are good. Uh, Pac, uh, <laughs> Pac says, and I quote, uh, we're not just going to kill you. Or no, we're not going to kill you. We're going to murder you. <laughs> we're going to hey, murder you. Face. Hey, fuckface, <laughs> if you murder someone, you have oh, also right. killed them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, I mean, it's, a, it's not like it's, it's illegal or anything. Sense. <laughs> uh, what did Osprey say? Oh. Yeah, mate. Yeah, lad. You think you're going to murder us? <laughs> and then we had Ozzy Open in the background. You think you're going to murder me? I'm going to I'm <laughs> going to I'm going to get to you first, mate. And uh, and stuff <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, what can I tell you, man? I love Osprey and Aussie Open, obviously. I like Park. I used to have a thing for Penta, even Ray Phoenix. But Penta and Ray Phoenix at this point, what are they, bro? <laughs> Seriously, he went from being Penta fucking obscuro, fucking dark, right, to going Penta back obscure. to Pentagon. Because, yeah, he should be called obscure, not obscuro. Because at this point, he became dark, got his ass handed to him, and went back to little petty old Pentagon. Yeah. It's, man, we'll get into the main event. We'll get into it. Um, Booker of the year. Can you believe that shit? (laughs) The more more I think about it, the crazier it sounds, bro. Shit. 
I should just send videos of my universe mode into Meltzer and oh. see if I can get Booker of the Year. Because fuck yeah. me, dude. Oh, yeah. Where's his tongue at, bro? He'd be uh, like, uh, like, seriously, uh, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I wish we had Corny on the show. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Um, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Uh, Britt Baker comes out next. She's dressed in her Pittsburgh colors. We get cool. a video about how her and Kylan King and how they've got some beef. Well, beef jerkies? They got some beef. <laughs> um, or beef around their backsides? or What type of beef are they talking about? I don't know, but this match was bad. There were a number of fuck-ups. There were stutters where people were kind of waiting around for the other person to do something. Oh, uh, the quails? At one point, yeah. At one Did point, make an appearance again. <laughs> at one point, Kylan King was supposed to do a roll up. She missed by about two feet and then did a roll up, um, which means roll that Britt nice. Baker had to love roll ups. Which <laughs> fruit roll ups are great. Um, <laughs> which are which is you know which forced Baker to just stand there for four seconds while she was waiting to get rolled up. Uh, wasn't good. Baker gets the win with the lockjaw. Uh, she calls out Tony Storm. Uh, who comes out and then gets beat up by the dental office uh, before Hikaru Hushida, who gives a Shida. Shida? Hikaru, who gives a Shida, uh, makes, oh. the, makes the save. Oh, konnichiwa. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Arigato, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Arigato, Mr. Roboto. I like She's it. She's big like it in Japan. And big in. Uh... Uh, uh, um, yeah, Japan, Japan, yeah, Japan. <laughs> she's big in Japan, and also she's big in the hearts of Dr. Michael Jargo, who we love and don't understand, but, but we love you, Jargo, and we love you, buddy. Now I sound like a traitor, Chris. Look what you made me look like. <laughs> I just, oh, bro, come on. <laughs> Come no, on, no, we I'm need to joking. be able to poke fun at each other every once in a while. No, I love no, Jargo. No. Look, I like Sheeta just quietly, but Jimmy cracked corn and no one cares right now. And that's not her fault. That's no. AEW's fault. Yep. You know what I mean? So what Yeah, the whole division has been booked into oblivion, which, again, there's too many fucking people on this, on this show. There's too many fucking people on the card. Listen, Jimmy, you and I just do podcasting, okay? But right, even right. we understand that if you have seven people on this show – It'll be a clusterfuck. Well, right? Yeah. Absolutely. We've done shows with four people, and that's gotten too like too much, right? We've done shows with four people where it's been like, okay, we, we've talked afterwards and been like, listen, we love everybody who was on the show. Obviously, anybody who's ever been on our shows, we fucking love you. Thank you for being there. But sometimes yeah, you're like, it's too cumbersome. Four or five people on a fucking podcast is too much. When you've got a roster of 90 fucking people on a two-hour show, it's not good. No, 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 no. It ain't good. And you're right. I mean, but who are we to fucking give our opinions, right, Chris? I mean, who are we to judge? Just a couple of marks. Um, <laughs> so you said it. Swerve in our glory hole and the acclaimed are going <laughs> to face off at the pay-per-view. This got oh, cool. my Jimmy cracked corn and I don't care of tonight. <laughs> Which is sad. Because I like swerving our glory holes, dude. You know what I mean? But, 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 who cares? <laughs> like, yep. All four of these guys have potential if they're booked properly, but they're not going to be booked properly. So I'm not going to hold my fucking breath. 
Yeah, see, Chris, it's getting hard, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad you're back. But I'm starting to hate AEW to the point where I don't even want to watch this shit anymore. But, like, it's getting to that point, bro. Like, it's very close. Like, very close. Yeah. Like, very close. But we're not going to do that because here at the PWC, we care about our listeners and our viewers. So we'll continue to watch this shit show because in many ways, there's always a lot to talk about when you watch that crap, right? We might not be loving Dynamite, but... We love you. I love you. <laughs> uh, brother Jimmy. He said a brother love. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's true. It's, it's hard to, I'm really getting that close. It's not just me too, man. There's a lot of people feeling that way now. And, you know, it used to be WB that you really insulted my intelligence. But God damn it, lately AEW is really shooting me in the head from close range. Yeah. Like, really. It's awesome. Speaking of which, oh, speaking of which, because this is going to get worse. So, oh, okay, I don't, I don't give a fuck what's going on with your disputes backstage. I don't care who's unhappy. I don't oh. care what your plan is for the main event. I don't care if it's going to be three minutes. If you have a situation where there are two people with mm-hmm. legitimate arguments. To being the world champion of your organization, the and you're gonna have, and you're gonna have a unification match between those two world champions to crown an undisputed world champion. Where do you put that fucking match on your goddamn wrestling card? Easy in the middle of the card, bro. Where no one gives a shit. That's where you put it, bro. Don't you know? Seriously, I didn't even know there was a title match like out of nowhere like that. I mean, really, really, this is where you put it, Chris. Ratings, Chris, wake up, man. Jeez, I thought you knew, bro. Oh yeah, really, you don't. And I heard the argue. I heard that argument, and I. I mean, maybe (laughs) that is what they were thinking. It's wrong. No, it's not. You know what I was thinking when this was happening? Check this out. It's peanut butter jelly time, peanut butter jelly time, peanut butter jelly time. Way up, way up, way up, way up. Now there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. Peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly. Sorry, Brian, it's just not doing it today. Do the peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. Peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. Fucking how relevant was that? <laughs> That's exactly oh God. how I felt, bro. Speaking of which, where's Scorpio Sky? Oh, who? 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 Where's who Sammy? Are you talking about Sammy? Who? Where's like? <laughs> oh, I don't even know who you're talking about, show, Sammy man. Scorpio Sky. Oh, I forgot all about that guy like ten weeks ago, bro. Where's Ethan who Page? Are you talking about? Ethan Page. <laughs> He's busy somewhere fighting himself, bro. Like all these fucking people, like they were on the show when I watched it a couple months ago, and now they're just not on here. It's like they're just gone. They just, they just don't exist. They're still getting where's paid. Dan? Well, yeah, but well, where's Dan Lambert? Where's he? Where did he go? Or where did Paige Van Zant go? Remember when that was going to be a thing? I well, I thought, but but we didn't get anything. <laughs> what did we get? Um. Because I don't even know who these aren't these guys. They were like part of AEW like three years ago, bro. I don't even know what you're talking about. Fucking fuck, man. Seriously, I so, mean, we don't put 
We don't put like story arcs together and finish shit, bro. Not here at AEW. Only so anyway, Booker of the Year shit. So anyway, you're giving away Goldberg versus Hogan. Um, uh-huh. You know, th- there was a lot of WCW references that I could make to this fucking show. Oh, we'll get into it. Um, but you're basically giving away Hogan versus uh, Goldberg on free TV on Monday Nitro so that free. you can try to pop a rating and you don't put it on the main event. You don't, you don't even make people wait for it. You try to mm-hmm. catch the people who are flipping channels. Jesus Christ. It's just dumb. Fuck off, Tony. You're a fucking idiot. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You don't know wrestling. You don't know TV. You don't know fucking anything. You're clearly not very good at either form of football. You don't know anything about anything, man. You are a failure as a fucking professional. You suck. You suck, Chris. You don't know nothing. Sorry. (sighs) Anyway, they get dueling chance. (laughs) CM Punk. Let's go Moxley. CM Punk, uh, let's go Moxley. Cool. They start the match off with striking. Punk lands a kick and sells his foot. It was the strikes. opposite foot. It was the uh, opposite foot from what he connected with. No, this makes sense. If you if you know much about combat sports, oftentimes the your base foot is the one that takes damage because yeah. it plants it, you know, you're trying to spin and it, it plants and it just gets injured. So that wasn't yeah. a problem for me. I wasn't too worried about that. And then Moxley. No problem the, for you. And then Moxley, our our hero and our in our face, and the guy who's who's gonna lead the, the good fight into the, you know, for the company, um, takes clear advantage of an obvious injury, even though the referee had already called for the the doctor to come in and check on CM Punk's foot. Um, he takes advantage of it, even mm-hmm. though the referee has already said, I'm going to call in the doctor. And then after the the good guy takes advantage of the other good guy's um, injury, uh, the referee still counts to three, even though he had called for uh, a doctor's stoppage. So mm. indeed, Moxley wins after about two minutes. And this is. Uh, again, I, I've already compared this, the build at least, to Hogan versus Goldberg. This is uh, AEW's a finger poke of the doom. This this is AEW's version of finger poke of doom. Poke. Oh, dude, where do we start here, man? I mean, first of all, is this supposed to be like I don't know? Is this supposed to be legit? Do you think CM Punk is taking his ball and is legitly going to call that doofus son-in-law? And beg for a job back in WWE? Or is this some sort of extravagant storytelling, long-term storytelling, mind you? How You know what I mean? Like how great Moxley and Punk are going to be. Adding Butterfly Man and you've got this menage a trois of absolute mayhem. Well, it sure fucking shouldn't be. Like, (laughs) if, listen, if... God, I don't I'm even serious. know. That's a serious question, bro. Okay, if it's real, this was a dumb fucking thing to do. If if it's mean? if it okay, if it's real and Punk was like, "Listen, I I'm pissed off. I don't fucking like working here. I want to get out." Tony Khan, what you do is you say, "Okay, we're gonna bring MJF back. He's gonna take the belt off you." That's it. That'd be awesome. That's smart business right there, right? But no. That's it. We don't have that. We don't have that here, that's though. It. MJF See? is going to come. You're going to build a guy off the guy leaving. That's that's wrestling 101. That's literally professional wrestling from the beginning of fucking professional wrestling. Your old star is here. saying, I don't want to go anymore. 
I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Fine. You build somebody. Yeah, and if he doesn't want to do it to MJF, you do it for Wardlow or you do it for fucking somebody Ooh, so Wardlow. that you can build a star. Wardlow, build a star, they say. Oh, boy, did they build a star, all right? Seriously, they failed him big time, bro, miserably. And if it's not legit, if it's if it, if it really is a storyline, it's still the bad fucking storyline. It's still a stupid fucking storyline. This isn't the way you fucking do it. If you're if you're champion, if if you're trying to figure out, okay, uh, champion, he's still injured, he's not going to be ready for the pay per view. Okay, what are we going to do? Uh, we got to do something on, you know, well, we got to do something, do something better than this, do something fucking better than this. Like like what? Please, please. Like I said, us. have him fucking drop the belt to somebody. Like MJF, Maxwell, Jacob Freeman. MJF, Wardlow, if you want to pull the trigger on somebody else, uh, well, you could you could elevate Malachi Black at this point if you wanted ooh, to have Malachi another, Black. If you wanted to have another main eventer who's got the talent, who clearly has the talent to main event. Well, I've got some inside word because I've got some backstage footage of actually Punk and Moxie talking in the back. Check this out. The following is brought to you by the New World Order. What a match. I always knew, I mean, that you were the man. I've always been your biggest fan. It was my lucky day. Is this not what this business is all about? Tradition is on a level with the gods. When the wolf pack split from the black and white and there was this conflict, when is Hogan and Nash going to go? I knew going down to the ring that this was out of, without a doubt going to be a match of the year. This is the match of the century. I was the one that was watching you come out. You almost beat me without even getting in the ring. I knew I was in for I'm fighting. strong. I I I'm a strong, I'm a strong guy. Are. I am in awe of you. I give you basically a shot. Boom. Your ability to come out of that turnbuckle. I wrestled Goldberg. Walk in the park. But that thing you hit me with, I mean, boom. I get, to, I take the shot. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. All I know is I'm losing consciousness as I'm on my way to hit the mat. But I learned that from you. You taught me to be focused, mind, body, spirit, and soul. To use it against me. I mean, that's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. This isn't one of those Bruce Lee things where I die like 20 days later or something. So no, 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 no. you can do this to me. I mean, what can you do to the Senate, the Congress? It's just that release of that energy. I would have done that physically with Goldberg. You would die. Cat scans are negative. Yeah. Internal bleeding seems to have stopped. I can't raise my arm. I mean, you can feel it right now. And then for anybody to say this is some kind of a farce, I mean, they weren't there. When we get in that ring, it's 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 scary. It's scary. And on that note, two or three more of those, <laughs> I'm pretty much finished. I don't want none of that. We set a whole new standard as far as tradition. That's the payoff. That's tradition. You know, talk about, you know, and, and Flair has. He's talked about, you know, the funks, the oh robes. Uh, <laughs> they don't have any right to even talk about tradition. Briscoe Brothers is guys that have bled and sweat. And, but we took it to a different level. When you covered me for the one, two, three, I don't even remember it. I'm unconscious. That's what this business That's is That's tradition. About. I bet if we had that match right now, you would probably beat me this time. You were the better man on that night. It's your belt. I mean, uh, you know, it was a clean-cut victory. You have my vote. Big Sexy really should have won. There's a man. No, you are, and it was an honor. I love you. You're the best. I love you too, man. <laughs> The proceeding is brought to you by the New World Order.
Are you telling me that's not what was going down in the back, bro? Oh, let me just say, um, Kevin Nash is fucking hilarious. I like, like, I'm sorry. And Hogan worked well off of him uh, there, Dude. but like Kevin Nash is hilarious, man. When Goldberg's and Hogan goes, and Hogan goes, if I would have just done that to Goldberg, he'd have been in the hospital. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck. Well, if he did that to Moxley, he would have been bleeding all the way to hospital, bro. Just boom, straight down, blood everywhere, bro. Blood and guts all over. Tell me again that paid announcement. Tell me that doesn't hold so much relevance to today, right now, bro. It definitely feels like it, man. It definitely it's feels like it. It's fucking funny. We're going full circle. This is exactly what's happening in A-Dub right now. It's fucking yep. crazy. It's WCW all over again. Yeah. So I wonder, I, I really wonder if this is a work shoot, if this is if this is whatever. Oh, man. Um, it's a lose-lose, Chris. If it's a, not a work and if it is a work, it's still a lose-lose, bro, because you're alienating your own fan base, man. Yep. If this if this was if this is part of a storyline, it was a it was a serious misstep. I'm I mean, I'm gonna call serious. it right now. I don't care what they do, it's a serious misstep if it was done on purpose. And if it was done because they had to and they had no other choice. It's it's a bad look for Tony Khan and AEW, especially right now. This is like if they, this is like if they would have done the the finger. So by the time they got around to the finger point of doom, WCW was already like going down. Right. right? They were already on the decline. Right. The WWE was already starting to sort of like they were starting to sort of meet in the middle. Right. They're starting to do this. Absolutely. And um Man, I don't know. It's it's the remember exact that same like it was thing. Yesterday, bro, it is the exact same thing. Because WWE, like, way more people, way more people are going. I'm gonna give WWE a chance again. Um, they are, bro. The ratings keep going up week in, week out for the last three weeks, bro. They really are going up, 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 and that's for both Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, bro. Like, I'm busy this week, but if not, I would probably give SmackDown a chance this week. I, I would really, I would tune into it. I've tuned into the it last two NXTs, bro, because I'm oh, like, I haven't unfortunately, because yeah. I'm like, man, Triple H, I trust. I really honestly I trust Triple H as a booker. I do too, man. Remember, it's not a. I don't like Triple H. I'm a Brett guy. Like my, you know, hey, I, I'm a I'm a Triple H guy too, but man, I've always been a big fan of his, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like, oh, guess what though? We got breaking news. Oh, AEW Dynamite rating surge over one million for John Moxley's destruction of CM Punk. Interesting. Okay. Wow, they fought, they actually did it. They surged over one million, bro. So two over one million is what you're saying. Let's see what the actual overall number is um all it says is surges over one million i don't, I don't see the number where's the fucking number there's no way they had there's no way they had uh, 1.9 million people wait a minute wait a minute let's see this forbes these forbes um and no, i can't be hold on a second this is a fast like I think uh, what happened is, like, that match itself did go over a million, right? Yeah. But I think the overall rating was still 900 and something thousand, though. Okay. Let's so see. they didn't do anything. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. No, no, no. They broke the one million barrier. Hang on a minute. Now, according to, to Sports Kida, um, hold on a minute. Jesus Christ. 
My ad block is fucking shit up. Uh, so the rating, oh, they got 1,049,000 viewers. Okay, so just over a million viewers total. Just over a million. But they said that's surging over a million, apparently. But I don't well, know. Right, that's not. That's yeah, surging. surging two over a million. Okay, but not. So 1.4 they got more. pretty much, dude. Well, 1.04. Oh, sorry. 1.04. Wow. I was giving them way more then. Yeah, 1.04. Exactly. Yeah. No, because 1.4 would be 1,400,000. That's right. They didn't that's do right. that. They and surged, they bro. Done that they since surged. The first fucking night. <laughs> um, well, good on them, but they're still not growing an audience because that's their sort of barrier. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I mean, listen, the, like the Finger Poke of Doom had a good rating too. It did. It actually did. It, it really did. But that was the beginning because of the Because WCW end, promised that they were going to have a unification match right. between or they were going to have a world title match between Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash. And then they fucked the audience and the audience mm-hmm. got pissed and they started tuning out. So, okay. Turn you back on the wolf pack. You Chris. got 1.014 million people. That's nothing to sneeze at. I'm not I'm not going to say that that's not a good thing for them, but it's decent. It's decent, but let's meanwhile the see. finger poke of doom probably got over 3 million. Yeah. Maybe even 4. Yeah, no, it got it got over four million people. Like hundred percent. Wrestling wasn't one of the fucking around in nineteen ninety nine. No, it wasn't. You know what I mean? And even then, the finger poke of doom. At least they pulled like at least that, see like that that little skit that I showed right yeah. that I played. Tell me that wasn't entertaining even by today's standards. Yes, it was. It really was. You know what I mean? But these motherfuckers just don't can't entertain us like those guys did. Even after pulling off that shit. It is what it is. It is what it is, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it, it. I didn't like it. It wasn't our main event either, which is even more weird and silly. Because after this match, do, do, you, do you think anyone gave a shit what was up after that? The crowd was dead. Dead, bro. Fucking... They went nanny after that. Talk about go to sleep. Yeah. And that's unfortunate, yeah. but that's on. Booker of the Year shit, bro. That's how you book shit, bro. Enough was enough, and it was time for a nap. For a change. Oh, well, yes, it was time for a nap. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> All right, so next up, so following this up, we've got Christian Cage backstage uh, yeah. to answer the challenge of Jungle Boy. He says Jack isn't as smart as he thinks he is or as good as he thinks he is, and Christian accepts the challenge. Yeah. Whoopity Jimmy whoop. corn. Yeah. Uh, uh, Susan, don't give a shit. Ricky Starks. Uh, okay. Fuck. They should have given Ricky Starks a better spot on this card. Give a fuck. No, listen. I'm serious. <laughs> Ricky Starks delivered a good promo here. The reason you didn't give a fuck is because the same is the same reason why nobody in the audience gave a fuck. It's because they just saw the finger punk of doom. But I'm Sage. telling you, dude, watch Ricky Starks promo back. It was good. He had a lot of fire. It came across as serious. He challenges Hob for all out. I liked the promo from Ricky Starks. And yeah, so did I, but I didn't give a shit. Straight up. I heard the promo. I listened to it. I know what he said. But at this point, why should I care? Tell me why I should yep. care, Chris. Yep. It's, Please. Uh, I'm asking you a serious question. Why should I care? You shouldn't. Like. Flat out, you shouldn't care. I'm sorry. They haven't built this. I don't know why those two are mad at each other still. It um, took four weeks to get an explanation, mind you, from fucking uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. 
Yeah, and it was just you think you're better than everyone. And I said that's exactly what he would say. (laughs) And I even said it weeks ago. This is exactly the promo that he's going to say, and it's exactly what he did, bro. I just don't understand why they waited weeks for that explanation. But yeah. And when things are so generic that you and I can tell exactly what's going to be said, you got a problem. Like you got serious problems problems with your writings. Um, Yeah. All right. Moxley is backstage. He says that everyone who counts them out uh, is wrong. And uh, well, no, they're not wrong now. Look at this shit. Yep. That's your champion. Okay. That's just saying. That was only a couple of weeks ago. That's why I keep saying, TK, stop letting your champions go and do that shindy shit. Because all they're doing is not only exposing themselves, but absolutely exposing the company too. And that wasn't even the worst part of that match. The the really egregious part of that match was at one point Moxley had him in that chokehold, and the guy was simulating that he was masturbating while he was getting choked out. Come on, GC Dub, GC Dub. Come on, man. Yeah, game changer, bro. <laughs> Wrestling in twenty twenty channel changer fucking, is what it is. It's sad, bro. Fuck, it's sad, man. A lot of shit is taking the piss in professional wrestling right now. No one gives a fuck. Basically, Joey Ryan 2.0. So great. Wonderful. Hopefully, this guy isn't also having sex with underage kids. Well, hopefully, Um, he is. That way, he can piss off already. Well, maybe he can just piss off and we don't have to say, hopefully, he's molesting children. Uh, That's (laughs) That's fair enough. I'll take that. All right. Uh, Moxley yells a lot. I don't know. He does. He does, yeah. He Everyone, said, fuck you on the grid count. He's like really mad. I wonder if he's mm. repressing some kind of feelings. I wonder. Look, I wonder. Maybe there was some sexual tension. Let's show it again. Let's. Look at that. World champion. World, World champion, champion. All right, main <laughs> event. Main event time. Ooh. It's Death Triangle versus Osprey and the Australian oh. Open. Is that what are they called again? Yes, the Aussie Open, not the tennis fucking tournament. Yeah, <laughs> but the professional wrestling tag team. Don't ask me why they called the Aussie Open. And yes, they're from Australia. Wait, are they actually called the Australian Open? I really? was legitimately joking because I couldn't serious. remember what no. they were called. That's their name. <laughs> and if you type Aussie Open, mind you, in Google, what do you think you fucking get, bro? seriously i'm sorry guys i like you guys as a team and shit but you guys don't know how to market yourselves you stupid fucks bad morons it's like it's like if you and i it's like if you and i debuted on wwe next week and we're both like really you know let's say we're both like into wrestling and you know we want to make a real go of it we want to make money as wrestlers what do we call ourselves the nfl <laughs> oh fuck, man! <laughs> oh, that's a good one, but it's true because oh, all you got to do is type Aussie Open. And I swear to God, the first hundred fucking shit is literally about the Australian Open tennis. Yeah, why Novak Djokovic so... was sent home? From the, like... <laughs> yeah, so back in January, fellas. Uh... I mean, come on, seriously, I I get it, but it's dumb. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just dumb. You don't mark yourself like that. Fellas, I'm just saying. I'm not saying I know a thing or two, but I'm just saying, wake the fuck up, Australia. All right? I'm, just like, quietly. honestly, I, I was literally kidding, Jimmy. 
I literally wrote down Osprey and the Australian Open because I could not remember what their fucking tag team name was. And I was like, well, here's a That's ridiculous that, thing you, that somebody you, might call it. You called wow. it, bro. You called it. And it's sad because I do like them as a team. I really do. Yep. We're going to debut yeah. next week and call ourselves the Yankees. Um, oh, boy. I'm sure they'll get sued. Stupid. Uh, I, bet Phoenix... you, I bet you any money, bro. Sorry. Just one more thing about Aussie Open. Now that they're sort of becoming more well-known, if you want to call it that, right? Because they're on you know mainstream wrestling shows compared to what they're usually on. Maybe the Australian Open tournament might actually sue their fucking dumb asses. Eventually, if they get enough TV time to the point where they're like, hang on a minute. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't be surprised. Anyway, or or at least that. or at least they might be they might be forced to give up their Twitter handle or something like that. Because that. yeah, like you can't like well like Cole Fletcher well they've got separate ones. They don't have an Aussie open per se like uh Twitter handle. They've got just separate <sighs> of course Twitter they don't. accounts. Because why would your cohesive tag team want to have a oh, never mind. I don't That's why the it. Bucks are smart, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, are though. On the other hand, the Bucks don't do that shit either. I like the Bucks infuriate me, but they're very smart businessmen. You don't businessmen, wind up having. There's no better st- fucking tag team out there on the planet that like the Young Bucks. Those cunts, hate them or love them, know how to market themselves, bro. And they're geniuses Nobody's close. at it. Nobody's even close. Nobody's close. No, Nobody. I'm sorry. They're light true. years ahead of everybody else it's in terms of true. how they market themselves. People um, say they're killing the business, but are they? They're not killing their business. No, not at all. Exactly my point. All right. So Phoenix and Osprey do some flippy shit to start the match, and instantly <laughs> everyone is everywhere doing everything, which means I'm not going to cover this blow for blow. <laughs> Everybody just Don't flew around me. and did this 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 Jeez. divey flippy move and this divey flippy move, and it was this was more choreographed than a 1996 Britney Spears song. Fuck Ooh, off me, with baby. this. This was hit just, baby it was nothing time. but choreographed. It, th- this was, oh. uh, I do believe Chris, if that makes any sense. This it was, was bring it on. <laughs> bring it on the movie. The, this was bring it on the movie. <laughs> Isn't that like sort of dancing related? Yeah, it's cheerleading. <laughs> well, that's exactly what we got. We got some AEW nightclub fucking dancing in this ring, bro. TK Styles. So, yeah, Will Ospreay can do flips. Cool. I like Ospreay, dude. I really do. But, yeah. Fine, but this <laughs> sucked, and it dragged on forever. They gave them almost a half hour, and then... Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, well, I mean, at least the guys who have AEW contracts won the match and moved on in the tournament. Oh, wait. No, they didn't. Um, <laughs> and then, funny, bro. And then the elite came out because everyone in the world was just clamoring to see the elite versus the Australian Open and Will Ospreay. Yeah. Are spraying in your face. Life and in living color. Did I mention that Osprey is very small in person? Well, yeah, I noticed. He's a little he, bit bigger looks, than Pac. He looks bigger on TV, but I kid you not, he's I'm taller than him, bro. And and he actually approached me 
to ask him to take a photo for him. And I'm like, really? You're asking me, really? Hell yeah, why not? And I was just looking at him thinking, fuck, he's small. He's a tiny <laughs> just man. Saying. But I'm an Osprey fan, no less. Just saying. He's, just, he's a teeny he's tiny man small. who can do flips, so he'll fit teeny, in nicely. Tiny. He's a tiny uh, titty. Except that he's not going to fit in nicely because he's probably going back to Japan after they have their match with with Kenny Omega. And yeah, it's not going to be a singles match against Kenny Omega. It's going to be a trios well, match against the Elite. They are building to Osprey Kenny Omega. This has been a build-up for in quite Japan. a while. In Japan, yes. I'm cool with it, actually, because I'd like to see Kenny come back to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay, but I'm not I'm not watching that. We're doing a show well, called The Wednesday Night Skirmish that reviews AEW <laughs> Dynamite. Right. Well, the forbidden door's been kicked in now, Chris. Get used to it. <laughs> I kind of wish they'd fucking close it again, to be honest. Well, I thought that was closed, but uh, I guess it's not. I mean, if you got Will Ospreys and uh, Aussie Opens, uh, uh, you know, they aren't they New Japan Pro Wrestling? Anyway, there was one decent match on this card. It was uh, it was Dax versus Lethal. It was match of the night, straight up, dude. Yep, it was. Um, it really was. That promo from that promo from uh, whatever that guy's from, name uh, is that you showed me from uh, uh, the British guy. Oh, oh, Zack Saber Junior. Yeah, yeah, yes, Zack Saber Junior. Uh, that would have been promo of the night. It was definitely the only thing <laughs> I enjoyed. Um, it wasn't <laughs> even on the fucking card. Um, <laughs> most of the rest That's of this funny. was a mess, and. Again, yeah. one way or the other, this is this spells bad news for AEW. If CM Punk is really so pissed off that he's like, I'm done, I'm going home, I don't give a fuck, don't call me, that's bad for AEW. <laughs> if CM Punk is just still injured, but this is all part of a storyline that they're planning on doing something with later, it's still bad. bad. The finger poke of doom was done on purpose, and it was bad. It was bad. It was. But you know I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's the reason why WCW went under. That's well, fucking it's ridiculous. Not, it's not. That's, There's a that's, billion that's reasons why WCW went under. The finger poke of doom was the least of their fucking worries, but it was still that's a bullshit, really yeah. bad creative decision. And it shed on their own fan base. Definitely. This is Katie like, Vick. This is the finger <laughs> poke of doom. This is bad. And the- at least WB were able to sweep that shit right under the you know the carpet very well, like if you know what I mean. Like yep. unlike these idiots. No, it's public, it's it's out there, everybody knows everything. And this is what happens when you have a major company, but the guy in charge just goes, Oh, you know, I'm cool with everybody, guys. Just just do whatever you want to do, you know? Like Yeah, yeah, dude. Ugh. I love it. You love it, I love it, dude. Come give me a hug. Uh, come on, Chris. Come, come close. Give me a hug. Come on. No. Come on, bro. Hug no me. abrazos. Hug, no abrazos. Hug me, damn it. No hugs. Um, huh. what? Bro, Who is I, that? I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what to say about this. I don't know what to say about this fucking episode in the end of this. Like, like we're going to wrap up here. This is my final. This I'll, I'll give my final thoughts. You go ahead and give your final thoughts afterwards, Jimmy. I, no um, problema. This was bad. Like, real bad. This, How bad? And this bodes poorly for the future of this company i really honestly am going i don't know man this was this was aggressively bad 
And when you look at what's happening business-wise, I know I mentioned this on the last skirmish, bro, Discovery just shelved a $90 million <laughs> fucking movie. They might yeah. be shelving a movie that cost them a quarter of a billion dollars in the Flash. They did. Like, True. they're not afraid to say, this doesn't look good on our portfolio. Get it the fuck out. AEW yep, better do does. some serious fucking magic in order to keep themselves safe. Don't tell me this company's not in trouble. They're in trouble. Ding dong. He- Hello? That's all I'm saying. Hello, anybody there? Look, seriously. I mean, look, maybe we're jumping the gun, but if it's anything to you know, to warn here for TK and his crew, keep doing this shit, keep fucking up like this, and I don't care if you got over a million, whatever you want to call his rating, it's going to plummet straight back down to below 800,000 if you keep going like this. And even then, you'll be lucky to reach 800,000. So if they ain't careful, man, I mean, to me, it's starting to look obvious who the bad boys are, the ones that are not happy. I mean, throwing Miro, he's not happy. Andrade ain't happy. That we know for sure, right? I mean, surely uh, Hangman Adam Page, I don't even know what the hell he thinks, to be honest. I don't think he even gives a shit. Like, really, I don't know what he thinks because it doesn't look like he cares. Bro, fucking Malachi Black, he trusts Triple H. I'd be surprised if we see Alistair Black once again and Buddy Murphy, not Buddy Matthews, in the WWE once again because I, I can just see it, dude. I can see the Undisputed Elite all back in to WWE. I mean, it's obvious. Every week on WWE television, unlike AEW, where they like to blow their loads all in the same show, like this debut, everybody on one fucking show. And they're giving away free main events. They're, they've got the two biggest. They've got their two, you know, world champions colliding. And it's fuck it. We got to pop a rating. Exploded. Fuck it. We oh, got to yeah. pop a rating. When was the last time? When was the last time WWE went? Oh, you know this. You know this month long thing we've been doing <laughs> Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. We're just gonna blow it off on SmackDown. When was the last time they did Never. that? It's not right. It's not smart business. They don't work that way. And this is the difference between professionals and fucking amateurs, bro. Yep. And you know who the amateurs are, and it definitely ain't WWE. And the momentum is all on WWE's side right now. It's ridiculous. Yep. Like, it's ridiculous, bro. It's really shocking at how the momentum swing is just, boom, gone oh, to the, the other, other side. Oh, the other person, I can guarantee you William Regal is trying to figure out how to get out of his contract. Oh, fuck. Guarantee. Almost guarantee it. <laughs> Where was he, bro? Guaranteed. There's something wrong there. He's going, there we- how can I get out of this fucking contract and get back to Hunter, who I trust, who knows how to He's use one of his best properly. Right. Like- Plus, he has a real job over there, unlike fucking TK. I even dare say the Bucks and Kenny aren't even happy. They don't even look happy, bro. They're not, but this is their thing. This is their baby. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect to see the Bucks and Kenny Omega ever leave because they're so egotistical that they think this is our thing, we're gonna ride out we're gonna ride it out until it folds. I mean once it folds, maybe you I could see them going to WWE, but I don't I I don't think that they would leave AEW. I honestly think the Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are so egotistical that they're like, I I don't care if we lose ten million dollars, twenty million dollars, thirty million dollars like we started this thing we're going to stick it out and fair play to them i don't blame them for that either but other people 
are like lots of other professionals are looking at it right now and they're going uh yeah vince was a fucking nightmare but vince is gone yeah and it's changed the whole theme professional wrestling dude it's making everybody want to run back up north bro and i'm not talking about canada i'm talking about wwe so yeah it's interesting it's an interesting time in professional wrestling no doubt about it man and if as bad as AEW has been, their their kind of juicy shit that's going on behind the scenes is actually much more entertaining in many ways to see unfold on live television. I'll give them that. Even though they're not meaning it, it's kind of funny and shocking to actually watch it play out on television, bro. It's funny to me. It is. I mean, it, it's, it's actually entertaining as somebody who's like, it a, is. you know, a fan <laughs> of wrestling. But Right that's not what you need right now you, you don't need the fans of wrestling going ooh, ever cool what a juicy story yeah. you need oh, yeah. you need the fans of professional wrestling going to their friends and saying man you got to watch this i'm telling you this show is different this is this is different from what we've been seeing so far in wwe you know these guys are great it looks great everything's crisp it makes sense that's what you need to be happening right now with wrestling fans and it's not wrestling fans are that starting Wrestling fans are starting to get more and more embarrassed about watching yeah. about watching this. So that's bad. And that's I'm even bad. embarrassed to tell people, bro, what I do sometimes about doing wrestling podcasts, bro. <laughs> Straight up. A lot of my friends don't even know I'm doing this shit because they'll just look at me like, really, dude? <laughs> it's yep. fucked. It's true, yep. man. It's sad, bro, but it is what it is. That's it is what it how is. It is. it is what it is. Jimmy, tell the people where they can find you. Well, hopefully, I should be hiding very soon. Nah, you can find me right here at the pwcnetwork.pubbing.com where you can find not just our shows, but everyone else's shows like Jeff Lippman's, Big Ray Hernandez. Yes, I'll get to you in a second, Chris. Don't worry about that. No, no, I and, was just uh, figuring out where oh. to point at it when it's my turn to plug. Oh, well, you can point there. I don't know if you're pointing at your name, but it doesn't matter. Please like and scrub also at the PW Hustle. We can find the skirmish also. Channelattitude.com, I mean Media Group, theblowpod.com, and at Chris Ams one. But yes, if you want to follow me, like Chris is pointing to, you can at DJ Mass Effects and at the PWC Network on Twitter. And I think that's about it. So, Chris, tell them where they can find us, I guess, next week. You <laughs> can find me at Chris Ams one on Twitter um that's me i'm at chris ams one on twitter you're not going to find me anywhere else because i don't exist anywhere else neither um do I, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i'm i'm you know i'm on pwc podcasts um every once in a while i'll show up on somebody else's show or whatever just to just to keep the spiciness coming um but uh konnichiwa. yeah konnichiwa and uh good night <laughs> and uh thanks for listening everybody we love you and uh tune in tune in every day of the week basically you can you can find something from the pwc but for sure uh for sure for the sake of this one tune in next week for the wednesday night skirmish where hopefully there is more interesting thing there are more interesting thing things happening in front of the camera instead of behind the fucking camera so for jimmy t i've been chris ams you've been a great audience adios and good night Amigos, peace.
down, just you wait and see. Raising my hand in victory is just a part of me. What you gonna do now? Oh, he got caught. Land DDT! Yeah, gotta put him away. Gotta put him away. Got him lined up to give second chances to. There may not be a better pure wrestler in the world today than Will Osprey. Got caught earlier with this. He's going for a deep Oh, good luck by Fletcher. Yeah. Heads up move by Fletcher. Taking Pack out of the ring. He's going to be taking Osprey out of the ring, but Pack. Yeah. Oh, wait, which Pack? Rebalancing his feet up on that turnbuckle on the ring post. Pack with both feet launched on the ring. He's walking the Taiwan. Standing two feet on the ring post. I don't know if I've ever seen this. Oh my God, be careful. Salt to the floor by the bastard. Huge chance. Caught Osprey in the back of the head. It paid off. But man, what if? What if it had not paid off? And Pack locking eyes with Kip Sabian. We've seen Kip Sabian stalking Pack in the EW All Atlantic Championship tag. Yeah, we have seen that. And for those of that's gotta be Kip Sabian under that box on his head. He's been doing it for months and months here. And he's been stalking Pack. Have we seen him unboxed? Yeah, kinda. Oh, we got? No, it's not. Oh, it's, not it's not Kip. Oh, Kip, there's Kip. Kip saving from behind. What the hell? And, oh! Suplex. Right on the floor. We have not seen Kip Sabian without that box on his head for months, and now finally chooses this time to strike. Ever the opportunist and right on point with save Kip Sabian with that. Wow, takes his box and he's getting out of Cleveland. Bryce Remsburg, he didn't see any of that on the floor. He was attending to Ray Fenix, who was, who was down with Doc Sampson. And oh! Now that the window of opportunity is open for Mark Davis and United Empire. Davis, big lariat, turns Ray Fenix inside out. I think that's they are wearing out Phoenix here. Oh, there goes Penta, the brother of Phoenix. And Austria is leading his charges right back. They built the momentum, they gained it back, they've taken it over. They have singled out Phoenix. And they're three on one. Exactly. Rimsburg's got to get control or somebody's going to get hurt here. Osprey. The off cutter with the assist by Ozzy Opus. Taking advance. Two, three. Wow. The winners of this match advancing in the tournament. United Empire. I might be wrong, guys, but I'm calling this an upset. They could have went either way. I got to give an assist, though, to Kip Sabian. A taking massive assist. And now we know that the United Empire, in one week's time, Don, will face Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, the elite, in the Dynamite Final of the AEW World Trios Championship Tournament. A lot of people are going to be talking about that. We're going to be preparing. And what a great night that's going to be. Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega, all in the same ring together. There we go. And the emotion, the energy, the passion just hit a fever pitch here tonight on Dynamite. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks are here. Kenny looks great. Look how taped up Kenny is, Don. Yeah, he's definitely put a lot of tape on there. Don, you might be able to speak on that better than me, obviously. Well, maybe not. I'm just watching. That's some new time. I'm going to go take a look at that, Taz. Thank All you. Right, we'll talk to you later. Don, take care. Kenny right. Omega looks like a mess, Taz. He does. He's banged up. 
The Bucks aren't, though, and you can't ignore it. Uh, you can't. United Empire just went through hell, so... Oh, man, this is going to be something, man. Well, earlier tonight, we saw what coming back too soon can do to a competitor. CM Punk defeated by John Moxley. Man, that was a... All I'm still shocked about that, quite frankly. And live from Chicago, ADW presents All Out. You can stream the pay-per-view live on Sunday, September 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Buy it now on Bleacher Report. And he wants to go right now. Our fans uh, outside the USA find out the place to go. Join us on pay-per-view. And what a guys, Friday night. Rampage. Oh, yeah. It's going to be extraordinary. We will see the semifinals in the Rampage bracket. It will be House of Black versus Dark Order this Friday. Plus, Ring of Honor World Championship match. Claudio Castagnoli versus The Natural, Dustin Rhodes. Friday night on TNT. It's going to be amazing, ladies and gentlemen. What a card. It's an all-star game, I can tell you that. And then one week from tonight, Jake Hager and Brian Danielson meet one on one. It's going to be huge. It just gets bigger and bigger every time we're on. Folks, thank you very much for inviting us into your home. For Taz and Excalibur, Tony Giovanni, I'm Jim Ross saying so long, everybody. To the mat and put to sleep is what you're going to be. Now there ain't no stopping. The enemy is dropping. In case you have forgotten your positions, what we're copping. Walk out music drops. We rock it like a haka. We pop it because we pop them like oil red and baka. Yeah, we chew it like Chewbacca. And we hot like Waka Flocka. Like Lawrence Taylor Blocker. Man, the Aussie open lock em. Boom. You got it right. Boom. It's on tonight. Boom. You will respect the name in the Is this not what this business is all about? Tradition is on a level with the gods. When the wolf pack split from the black and white and there was this conflict, when is Hogan and Nash going to go? I knew going down to the ring that this was out of, without a doubt going to be a match of the year. This is the match of the century. I was the one that was watching you come out. You almost beat me without even getting in the ring. I knew 
I was in for I'm fighting. strong. Oh, yeah, I'm a strong, I'm a strong guy. I am in awe of you. I give you basically a shot. Boom. Your ability to come out of that turnbuckle. I wrestled Goldberg. Walk in the park. But that thing you hit me with, I mean, boom. I get, to, I take the shot. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. All I know is I'm losing consciousness as I'm on my way to hit the mat. But I learned that from you. You taught me to be focused, mind, body, spirit, and soul. To use it against me. I mean, that's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. This isn't one of those Bruce Lee things where I die like 20 days later or something. No, 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 no. You can do this to me. I mean, what can you do to the Senate, the Congress? It's just that release of that energy. I thought about that physically with Goldberg. You would die. CAT scans are negative. Yeah. Internal bleeding seems to have stopped. I can't raise my arm. I think you can feel it right now. And then for anybody to say this is some kind of a farce, I mean, they weren't there. When we get in that ring, it's 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 scary. It's scary. And on that note, two or three more of those, <laughs> I'm pretty much finished. I don't want none of that. We set a whole new standard as far as tradition. That's the payoff. That's tradition. You know, talk about, you know, and, and Flair has. He's talked about, you know, the funks, the oh robes. Uh, they don't have any right to even talk about tradition. Presco brothers, these guys that have bled and sweat. And but we took it to a different level. When you covered me for the one, two, three, I I don't even remember it. I'm unconscious. That's what this business That's is That's tradition. About. I bet if we had that match right now, you would probably beat me this time. You were the better man on that night. It's your belt. I mean, you know, it was a clean-cut victory. You have my vote. Big Sexy really should have won. You're the man. No, you are, and it was an honor. I love you. You're the best. I love you too, man. <laughs> The proceeding is brought to you by the New World Order. from New Japan, a wonderful AEW welcome. Now I'm going to do something very special that perhaps I shouldn't. Don't make me regret it. But because you guys are the guests, you guys won the main event. These people have peace of your minds. Tell these people how you feel. Thank these people for giving us their time tonight. Now that you guys are in the big leagues, that's just one of your daily duties. See if you can handle responsibility well. Hopefully you can handle it a little better than uh, filling my shoes with New Japan. Man, I didn't know the cleaner was a puss. Bruv, filling your shoes, the way I see things, is the short time that I've been in New Japan I've done everything you've done and more, you fragile little bitch. 
Mate, Kenny Omega was wearing a damn t-shirt when he came back. What's the matter, bruv? Hiding that little belly of yours. And the abs gone, brother. Is that what it is? Look at you, bruv. Covered in tape. I just did a G1. Went to the final. Another five stars, bruv. 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 Well, I've been working. Well, I've been working. You've been sitting down again, the young bucks to wipe your ass for you, brother. Face it, face it. You guys have built a wonderful empire here, but it wouldn't be that good because you're inviting me to come over here, mate. Money where your mouth is. Next week, United Empire versus the Elite. Hey, uh, Will, since we're gonna play a little bit of hardball, and since there's absolutely no way anyone's gonna see or hear any of this, you wanna talk about doing everything that I've done except doing more of it and sooner? Well, that could be true, except the only difference is I did it in front of full sold-out crowds, and you did a G1 final in front of, what, 3,000 people? After the hardships that I faced to give people like you an opportunity, Will, you would think that maybe you'd be able to do a little more with it. And one man's opinion doesn't really mean much to me, Will, because none of these people know any of your matches. None of these people even know you. I introduced them to you. I introduced them to you. Yeah. A lot like I introduced you to the heavyweight scene in New Japan. I never got one thank you from you, Will. I never, not even one. And here you are, talking a whole lot of shit in front of all these people. Thinking you're a real tough guy, huh? Because you wrestled five matches in five days on a couple of indies and a couple of the lower card New Japan guys. And yeah, you lost to Okada. Big deal. I've lost to Okada too, but I've also beaten Okada in the biggest stage of them all. Something you could never do, Will. And guess what? That match that I'm talking about, Will, that's the one everyone calls the best one of all time. Something that no one says about your matches. In fact, no one can even remember your matches, Will. The biggest... <laughs> Look at this child. You see, Will, I gave you the impossible task of filling my shoes. But maybe I shouldn't have given you a pair of shoes when you still haven't grown out of your diapers. But hey, Will, I appreciate you, man. No heat. Zero. Since Will doesn't have one of these, I gotta do it myself. I must bid each and every one of you at you. So until next time, and next time is gonna be next week. And boy, it's gonna be a busy week because not only are we gonna win the semis, but we're taking this whole thing home, Mother Father. Goodbye, little Willie and Ozzy Open. Mwah!
and good night. between myself and one of my favorite members of the Jericho Appreciation Society. And we agreed to come out here tonight to discuss those issues and work them out face to face. So I want to bring out right now one of my favorite people in the world today, a future world champion and my protege, Daniel Garcia! Well, Taz, 
after that two out of three falls match last week at Dynamite, the fans were chanting, you're a wrestler at Daniel Garcia. Yeah, they, they look at Garcia, he's not a sports entertainer. You could just read this young man's face. He's conflicted right now. You could just see it. His body language, JR, is pretty evident. I think that's as a result of his relationship with Jericho because obviously these two guys are very, very close. Does it have that much to do with who's a sports entertainer and who's a pro wrestler? I'm not so sure about that. I think two weeks ago when I was in the ring with Garcia and Danielson, you could see that Danielson was getting to Garcia at that time about the things he was saying about the young man's career. I think it started then. Wow, how about that? Fans have made their, made their vote. I'd say that's a compliment. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to be civil about this. I'm trying to be civil about this. Please shut up! Don't listen to them. They don't understand the connection that we have, Danny, all right? Last week, you had a classic match with Brian Danielson, all right? You slayed the dragon, in my opinion, right? You want to cheer, you can cheer for that for sure. But at the end of the match, I know emotions were running high, adrenaline was running high. You put your hands on me, Danny, and you, you spun me around, you slapped my hand away, and listen, like I said, you had just gone through hell. I know you're probably a little disappointed because you lost the match. So I think we can work all of this out very quickly. I just want you to apologize to me. That's simple. I mean, I think that's nice of Chris. Just, you know, just an apology. That, there's the ego right there. That's the ego I was talking about. On which side of the fence here, Tom? Yeah, well, just apologize. You knew how special that moment was to me. You knew how special it was for me to share the ring with my hero, Brian Danielson. Thirty minutes with my hero. People are calling it the greatest match in Dynamite history and it's not even close. Rave reviews everywhere. I hung with my hero. The people who call him the best wrestler in the world, I hung with him for 30 minutes. They sure did. That match that I had last week, it's the kind of match that I always dreamt of having when I was a kid. When I was sitting at home in Buffalo with my mom, I dreamt of having that kind of match, and I got to have it last week. And I could only hope there's somebody watching at home. Let it be my nephew, my little cousin Trey, a random kid anywhere in the country that wants to have that match too. I want them to feel the same way that I felt. And when Brian stuck his hand out to me, well, I'm knocked out in the middle of the ring and asked me for a sign of respect. I didn't care if people called me a wrestler. I didn't care if people called me a sports entertainer. All I cared about was that moment. And you ruined it. You ruined that moment for me, Chris.
I listen. I'm sorry that you feel that way, but I want to I want to remind you there's going to be plenty more moments like that for you, Danny, because you are the greatest technical sports entertainer in the world today. It's true. It's true. It really is. And deep down inside, you know you're a sports entertainer. And now I just want to hear you say it. Say it. You're a sports entertainer. Say it. Conflicted enough. Listen, Jericho is trying to make this whole thing about him. And this is the man that Daniel Garcia considers his hero. Well, enough for nothing. Maybe Garcia should realize where his bread's buttered. Jericho gave him a huge opportunity, part of the JS. I'm just kidding. That's the facts. He did. But after last week, what if there's a spot in the Blackpool Combat well, Club? I, I, I think Danielson gave him the huge opportunity by wrestling him on TV. Just because he wrestled them? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know Danielson was the matchmaker. Give me a hard time, Shivani. Daniel, I see that uh, your mentor here is trying to bully you into saying that you're a sports entertainer. Now listen, you can be whatever you want to be. I respect us wrestling last week and in my opinion I agree with all these people that you're a wrestler you're really gonna do this to me huh you're a sports entertainer Kids put in a tough spot here guys. and I want to hear you say it Right now, look at me. Come on, Chris. Say it. Tell me you're a sports Stop it. Stop it. I've got my mentor here. I got my hero here. And you're trying to make me make the decision in front of all these people in public. I'm not doing it. I can't do that right here, right now. I can't do it. Leave me alone, all right? I cannot do this. Leave me alone. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jericho shoved down. Yeah, well, Jericho reached and put his hand on the kid. For the second time in as many weeks, Daniel Garcia putting his hands. And Danielson loves it. What an instigated Danielson is, in my <laughs> opinion. Taz. What an incredulous look on the face of Chris Jericho, who now has two reasons for redemption. This is all Jericho's fault. He's making it about himself. It's And the fans are doing the right chant right now. You know, Chris, I'm, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of sports entertainment, but uh, that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You know what pisses me off, Danielson, more than anything? 
is people keep telling me that you're the best wrestler in the world today. Why is it I have been around you for 15 years and haven't seen it once, huh? Listen, other people might say I'm the greatest professional wrestler of all time. And when you talk about longevity, reinvention, changing the course of wrestling history, I damn well might be. But don't forget this, you wanna talk wrestling? I'm the last survivor of Stu Hart's dungeon. I remember every hold Stu Hart ever taught me. I'm Lionheart, Chris Jericho, and I know more about wrestling than you ever will, ever! now let me ask you a question say we were able to ask your mentor Stu Hart who's a better wrestler Lionheart Chris Jericho or the American Dragon Brian Danielson what do you think he'd say if we ask your hero Owen Hart who's the better wrestler Lionheart Chris Jericho or the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, who do you think he'd say? If we wrestled a match right here in Cleveland with the Lionheart, Chris Jericho, and the American Dragon, damn Brian Danielson, who do you think would win that match? You want the American Dragon versus Lionheart, huh? Well, you got it. September 4th at All Out. But keep this in mind. The last time I was in the ring with you, I choked you out and put you out for two months. I'm gonna do it again. And until then, Watch your back, Brian, because you never know when I might be hitting you. What is that? Well, I don't know. Oh, oh got him behind. Jake Hager. What a shot to the back of the head. He's not done. Hager's not done. Hager planting Danielson in the center of the ring. Jericho always has something up his Where plate. the hell did, this, did Hager come from? Was he under the ring? I'm sure that massive monster Hager came out of nowhere. The wizard Chris Jericho just got one over on Danielson. I think we got a, a big challenge though for the uh, amazing for uh, September 4th. The American Dragon versus Lionheart live on pay-per-view at All Out. Yeah.
acting like that. Jigga what? I'm the cause that the thugs gon' fight in the club so tight, y'all. K-Y up. Sometimes I pause. Nigga won't cause. I just pop right up. With the drop top and the top drop and your mouth drops like, what the fuck? Only deal with conjunction chicks when I'm looking to hit, they give me butt. Now who the man? Say Timberland. Now yeah. off time, off time. From the candy store to the coffee shop. Shop. To your girl next door, to your boy next door. To the ones at the club, to the people on the floor. The club and the ones on the floor. Hit it one more game. Tell them now, say off top. Off top. From the candy store to the coffee shop. From the candy store to the coffee shop. To your girl next door, to your boy next door. To your boy next door. To the people at the club, to the ones on the floor. Get a couple of your hoes, got a dick about the size of an elbow. Don't scream when it hurt, I'm a fucking machine. Fiend for cash, fiend for hash, ginseng, make it last. Put shorty in the buck, not giving the fuck. Fresh your luck, ready to buck. I'm a bad motherfucker when it comes to the shows. Fucking your hoes, don't hate mag, hate the flows. Two in the clip, ready to flip. I'm a bad motherfucker and I'm ready to trip. Y'all scared motherfuckers, y'all ready to dip. With your bitch ass sporting a slip. Then a fool like me come out with a thing in the hip. Get back and you ride, let you up on your driver's side. Go seek niggas, better be ready to hide. One of your legs, two of your now off time, off time From the candy store to the coffee shop Shop, candy store To your girl next door, to your boy next door To the ones at the club, to the people on the floor The ones at the club, the ones on the floor Hit it one more game, tell them now say off time From the candy store to the coffee shop To your girl next door, to your boy next door To your boy next door To the people at the club, to the ones on the floor Sebastian never played these hoes, I fair trade these hoes shit I give a brain when I spit, it give me brain in the whip Never hit, just borrow the chick Give her diamond so big, she can't ball up a fist With designer so big, shirts covering the wrist That's just some of the shit that my dog can get <laughs> Boy, that's the shit that I be Dipping and popping the topping These niggas cocking and blocking These hoes is loving the dough My youngins loving the flow Soft niggas back on the road Ladies
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.